sensitive to it. You know, the following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school wrestling. Overheide has another takedown for Adams Central. He leads 9-2. Overheide is just a couple of seconds away from advancing on to the parade of champions. And Adams Central has got themselves another champion here tonight. 13-5, Kendall Overheide. Today, it's live coverage of the state dual tournament in Kearney. High School Wrestling on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. After an outstanding weekend in Omaha, 32 teams converged on the University of Nebraska at Kearney to vie for one more team trophy. All the action is coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, the new Tech Team pregame show. We'll join sports director Doug Dude and Larry Baker live from the UNK Health and Sports Center right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good morning, everyone, from the University of Nebraska at Kearney Health and Sports Center. The postseason continues in the winter sports season with the fourth annual Nebraska State High School Dual Wrestling Tournament. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Frank Kuchera, all here bringing you today's action. We will start with the Class B and C quarterfinals. That will go for about 90 minutes. Then that will be followed immediately by the Class A and D quarterfinals at 1030. The semifinals are at three. The championships are at seven. Everybody is guaranteed a couple of or, or all three duels. They will wrestle it all the way out to the seventh and eighth place matches. At 12 noon, they will have the consolation semifinals. And then at five o'clock, they'll wrestle the third and fifth place matches, culminating tonight at seven o'clock with all of the championship matches. And what the stories usually are, will the teams that won in Omaha on Saturday win here in Kearney and Larry Baker, so far that's usually been the case. Yeah, no doubt about it, Doug. You've got a situation most generally those teams that have put that year together uh, show up here and, and most generally continue that. There's a reason they're here. They've got a full team. They're pretty good up and down the lineup in a tournament. Most generally, uh, that will carry over into uh, uh, this uh, environment. Frank, uh Welcome back. Uh, you didn't have to put any makeup on this morning like TV last week, so good to see you, buddy. And explain to the fans out there what the, what the major difference would be between what they see in Omaha and what they do here in the state duels. Well, what you're going to see today is the uh, difference between a dual team and a tournament team. So it's going to take a total team effort. You know, a team can win a team title at the state tournament last weekend with a couple of studs and then a couple of, of, of decent, you know, mid-level wrestlers. But... You know, here it matters, those guys that maybe didn't even qualify for the state tournament, it matters what they do today. These guys got to be on their game. And um, I think the most interesting thing, what you guys just touched on, though, is, you know, who, who's going to show up today? Is the cream going to continue to rise to the top? Is the top dog, you know, going to be able to stay up and, uh, and maintain their position? Or, or does somebody have a chip on their shoulder uh, that they got beat last week um, and they, they've got something to prove this week? So um, uh, it's going to be a fun one. And you mentioned early on one of those teams would be Valentine, who was hoping to be in the 
Class C team race with David City, and it wasn't even close. Uh, they had uh, just one of those days, and it was obviously in Omaha where you don't want to have them. I mean, it was as rough a, a weekend as Valentine has had in a long, long time, and they are definitely one of the teams that is hoping to make amends here today. Yeah, there's. I wholeheartedly believe that there's something called being in the zone, and, and that exists uh, completely. And then there's something on the other opposite end of the spectrum when, when – Things start to snowball on you. It's hard to control that, and and you see that happen sometimes. And these guys have opportunity to turn around. So, good luck to them. Larry, as we take a look at A through D, and of course B and C up first, we'll be focusing on Adams Central. Central City is here, and uh, one of the big duels right off the get go could be the Class B championship because Omaha Scott and Gretna uh, highly believed to be the top two teams. Just the way that the criteria and the seating went, will face each other. But do you believe that there are any of the teams that won last week in Omaha that would be a, an underdog at all here today? Well, I don't know about an underdog, but I do think there are some that uh, uh, could maybe go a little bit different direction. Uh, sorry, I, I, I didn't know if they wanted us to pause. Um, uh, I, I do think, Doug, that there could. D could be a little bit interesting. They are going to have the national anthem, so we'll take a break. Be back with more at UNK right after this. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Did you know that people with a savings plan are two times more likely to save for retirement? Make a plan to have a financially secure future. Nebraska Land National Bank offers individual retirement accounts with a variety of tax advantages so you can find one that fits your plan. We want to help you succeed. Stop into one of our branches today. Minimum to open an IRA variable savings account is $20 with no minimum balance requirements. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT MarketSpace, ccapagrains.com Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation says good luck wrestlers. Welcome back to High School Wrestling here on Classic Hits ESPN Radio. We will be at two different sites throughout the day. Our semifinals and finals will be on Classic Hits this afternoon and this evening. But right now, it is ESPN 1460 and 1550. Here are the matchups in the first round of today's duels. In Class C, the state champion David City will take on Wilbur Claytonia. And the 4-5 and five matchup will be Central City against Battle Creek. The three seed is North Bend. They will take on Aquinas. And the two seed is Valentine. They will take on Broken Bow. In Class B, it is the 
Omaha Scott, not the number one seed, and that's kind of how things got a little messed up here. Bennington is the number one seed. They'll face Scott's Bluff. Adams Central, the five seed, will face Plattsmouth. And in the bottom of the bracket, Scott is number two, Gretna is seven, and Blair will take on Columbus Scotus. So those are the initial duels here in the quarterfinals on ESPN Radio from the state duels, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Uh, Larry, uh, one thing that we had to look at uh, the last couple of years, some folks now believe they pushed and pushed and pushed for the state duels. Now is it anticlimactic? As you said, some of the kids may struggle to make weight. Some of the kids were injured at the state tournament last week. Some of the kids didn't make the state tournament and had to stay in shape to get here. And we saw a team or two throughout the years just have kids that said, that's it, I'm not coming back, and they had to really adjust here. And you don't know if that's going to happen until they get on the mat. No, you're exactly right. Here, well, One thing I think, though, Doug, is as I'm just looking at the field, it's really full of a bunch of good wrestling schools. I think today's going to be extremely competitive, uh, a lot of good wrestling uh, right out of the shoot even. You know, you asked me a minute ago what I thought, um, uh, you know, would any of these um, champions from last week not repeat. I think Class C has got a chance. Valentine is a great dual team. I think you're going to see them really push David City. And Class D, uh, Amherst will really have to wrestle well. They're going to give up 12 points. They, they, they don't have a full team. And they're going to get Burwell in the semis, who is a great wrestling team. We know that you're going to get state champion, state runner-up in the semis in Class D. So I anticipate a tremendously competitive day of wrestling. And you take a look at where they have drawn out today, 152 pounds. There's always some strategy going there. But we've got some great kids right off the get-go uh, that we remember from last week. Mark Zesker, who was a state runner-up, will start for Adam Central here at 152. you got Dustin Papa from David City out there. Connor Kramer from Battle Creek is out there. Uh, those are just a few of the names early on. You're going to, if you're a true wrestling fan, recognize a lot of these names, Frank. Yeah, like you said, uh, Zexer out of uh, Adam Central is... One of their top kids, and uh, seen at 152 today. So, you know, and that's the other interesting thing is you're going to see some shifts, um, guys weighing in at one weight and maybe wrestling up another weight just to fill certain spots to make a make the matchup better for their duel. And just reminding the folks on a point you touched on earlier, yeah, we may see two, we may see a rematch of a final somewhere along the way or a semifinals, but you may see a 12 and 26 freshman taking on a. 17 and 17 sophomore that could come. I mean, those points are going to count as much as if your state champ goes out and pins someone. Yeah, no doubt about it, Doug. And I think the thing is here, as we um, uh, start to take a look at this, and as this thing gets started, uh, there are a lot of interesting matchups. When you look at the, just the matchups right out of the gate, this Plattsmouth Adam Central one is very interesting. You know, Plattsmouth has, they bring eight state medalists into this thing uh, from last week, two champs. And I think the thing to think about about Plattsmouth, let's see how they respond. It was great to be a state runner-up, but understand they lose that by one and one-half point, and that means a simple one more win in the first round of that tournament, and they are Class B champs. They beat uh, Omaha Scott. If they would have got one more pin anywhere in that tournament, that's worth two. So it, though you're happy to be a state runner-up, that has to be heartbreaking. How do they respond today? Well, the, the emotional roller coaster that they went through from thinking they were out of it, and then they go 12-1, and one, I think it was, on their second day, which is unbelievable at the state tournament. So, you know, do they have the gas in the tank? Are they maintaining focus? So uh, that's, that's what's going to make this day the most fun. Well, Zesker is underway in his match against Cole Gray of Plattsmouth, and they have wrestled the first 90 seconds here. 
and nothing has happened so far in this match. Zesker so close, uh, lost seven to six in the state championship match uh, just this past week. And I believe Wrestling that was a, the road to the 2045, right, Doug? For Zexer? That's correct. So, like I said, Cole, look at the psyches of these two young men. Cole Gray, uh, wrestled at 152, state medalist, won a huge match, knocking off a state champ in the first round of the state tournament was a state placer, and now he's got to wrestle a finalist from 145 that's bumping up. So, and right there, Zexer gets the first takedown of the match with that uh, trademark double leg of his. Boy, and it's, it's, he's got a good one. The thing about Zexer, two-time state finalist, and, you know, he, he wrestled the two-time state champ from Virginia, from Boys Town, Look, just about got some back points there. But in the finals, he wrestles the kid from Boys Town, who's a two-time state champion of Virginia, and it looked like in the tournament that he was going to be untouchable. Zexer just about beats him. Zexer is very dynamic on his feet. He's incredibly athletic. Extremely confident and both, I'd say, on his feet and the top position. As Cole Gray was saved by the bell there, literally. As Zexer was running a nasty power half, and uh, they're going neutral here in the second period with Zexer leading 2-0. Over in the Central City duel, uh, Dylan Coe has been pinned in the first period, and so Battle Creek gets the first points of this match, and they are up six to nothing. That brings uh, onto the mat here for the uh, Bison at 160 pounds, Tucker Schneider-Hines against Weston Johnson, a sophomore out of Battle Creek. Yeah, Doug, and when you talk about the Battle Creek-Central City duel, it looks like that would be all Battle Creek, right? They have six state medalists from a week ago versus only three for Central City. But when you look at this, these two have seen each other on the year and Central City beat Battle Creek in a duel 34 to 39. So on paper versus last week, it looks like Battle Creek should roll, but Central City does own a win. Cole Gray has picked up two points to tie things over there in our match between Zesker and Gray at 152 pounds. And now Zexer with a nasty chin whip from their feet. He's got Cole Gray in serious trouble, and there's the fall for Adam Central. I mean, that's a big deal. You just pinned a guy that got third a week ago up a weight from where you normally wrestle. He's just, and, and, and that's the thing, from his feet, he's so dangerous uh, everywhere because of his athleticism. Those are big points for Adam Central. So Zexer will get the pin in 3.09 and put up six points here for the Adam Central Patriots at 152 pounds. And then you take a look at where will they shift, where will they go, who's up next at 160, do they bump or do they just skip? Central City in some big trouble down here as well as they've already moved on to 170 pounds as Schneider Hines has been defeated by Penn, and it is 12 to nothing. Uh, Battle Creek is up on top. Now Jordan Hollingsworth is out there, and he's going to be in trouble against 40 and 2 Drew Lanham. So Battle Creek's going to get out of the gate extremely quick here. Well, Drew Lanham is is one of their hammers. Drew Lanham is a four-time state placer. He's also been a state finalist. He was beaten last week in the state semifinals by St. Paul's David Gross. He's he he's a hammer. Yep, and you this duels, you need your hammers to perform. You need all the bonus points you can uh, because uh, those are huge. Um, like I said earlier, it's, it's, it's going to be about the guys who maybe weren't state placers but were state qualifiers or guys that didn't even qualify for state and whether they can hang in a match and not give up bonus points or maybe they can win one that they're not expected to. No, that's exactly right. Lanham already up 11 to 2 here in the first period as he is really working to get the pin here and give Battle Creek an 18 to nothing lead in the 4-5 matchup for Central City. They are in trouble here in the last few seconds of period one. Yeah, and Lynn Nichols Limblad from Adam Central's wrestling Andrew Knoll from Plattsmouth. 
Null, another third place finisher. If you're going to hear that a bunch from Plattsmith, scores four to one with about one minute left in the first period, and that's four to one Null. Well, and the other interesting thing about the dual format, especially today, it kind of depends on the makeup of your team. Whether you're tough at the top, you're tough at the bottom, they draw to see what weight they start at. I mean, if they start at the heart of your order and you get that momentum going, that can be the difference that it takes. Yeah, no question. You know, we've talked a lot about that, what momentum can do for you in a duel. You know, we were able to see that this year in the Kearney Grand Island duel. We may see them again, but I don't know that that duel, it could be wrestled 100 times. It would probably never go exactly like it did that night. Kearney got on a massive roll uh, in that place and just steamrolled Grand Island in that thing, and it really was because of how it started. Well, if I'm Central City coach, that's what I'm thinking about right now. I mean, Battle Creek is off to a great start with some of their studs wrestling right now, and they're up 14-2 in this match at 170. And as, as we've talked about before, too, guys, sometimes you send your guy out there and say, don't get pinned. That's another point. Even if he gets tech fall down here, it's five points instead of six. If you get majored, four points instead of six. If you hang in there and get beat seven to nothing, you've done your job. Yep. As, as hard as it is as a coach to have that conversation with the kids, sometimes you, you got to make sure they're aware of the situation. Right. Uh, you know, we can't give up the pin. We can't give up the extra. Oh, points. he flopped Lanham to his back, but he'd already been teched. 17 to 2 is going to be the final. Lanham was upset, and he slapped the mat in anger, ripped his headgear off because he left a team point uh, out there. So that'll make it 17 to nothing early on here for Battle Creek. They have made quick work of Central City in the first three matches. Again, it's not over. Back over in uh, Class B, it is Nick Lindblad, who has made some noise but was not a, a qualifier for Adams Central this year. He is down 6-1 to one as he gave up two back points. So two takedowns and two near fall uh, for the uh, Plattsmouth wrestler in Andrew Knoll. And one escape for Lindblad, and they will start the second period with a score of 6-1 to one in favor of Knoll. If you're Nick Lindblad, this is like uh, a breath of fresh air. You get another opportunity to compete against the toughest guys here. Even if you didn't get to wrestle in the state tournament, this is your opportunity to prove yourself and see what you can do against these top guys. Well, and it's huge for those guys that get another couple weeks in the room and and get, a, get to go out with all of their teammates. You know, at the state tournament so many times, even if you qualify or if you don't, your team is kind of broken up at that point because some are in, some are out. Here you get to finish it together. Two weeks, two weeks though without a, a match. Uh, the last time that these kids would have wrestled was on District Saturday for most of them. Now when we get down, uh, some of the C and D, you probably might have had a kid or two that was eliminated on Friday night, but uh, it's been two full weeks. Uh, discipline is key there. Here's the one thing I'll say though, where wrestling is a very, very different sport. Basketball, football, all these other sports, that really matters, that competition piece. In wrestling, he's wrestled 100 matches in those last two weeks in the room because they're real battles in the room. They're real competitive. In football, we can't simulate that competition. In wrestling, it's simulated sometimes at even a higher level. Well, especially if you're you're not a state qualifier, you're a JV kid, that's your job is to get yes. your teammates ready for that next level of competition. So it's just as important for them to be just as sharp as they've ever been. Noah Carlson is now on the mat for the Central City Bison against Spencer Bodie of Battle Creek. We've had a takedown by Bodie and an escape here by Carlson, so it's 2-1 to one in the first period. Had an escape for Andrew Knoll of Plattsmouth, and he gets the takedown of Lindblad. Lindblad then is cut, and it's 9-2 to two with 40 seconds to go in the second period in favor of Knoll of Plattsmouth. Lindblad had a great slide by. Now he's kind of trying to take it to the mat into an Olsen roll. 
Lindblad's fired up. He is. I don't know if there's any history between these guys, but Lindblad is is here to wrestle. You know, Noel is, is obviously the, the, the dominant wrestler right now, 9-2, returning state placer. Um, but but Lindblad's not, not backing down. And, and again, you talk about momentum with the team, and just a, a, a performance like this can fire up the rest of your guys. No question. We've already seen a little... Uh non-love between those two guys down there. Null has shoved him when they've got to the edge of the mat a couple times, like the old get-off-me type of shove. And so uh, I don't know if they're chirping out there or if Null wasn't expecting such a tough match here. Lindblad in on a single, trying to set up a cradle here. He's going to have to find a way to get a big, big five-point move, and then he slides off, may give up the takedown. Yep, that's just Null uh, being, being real savvy there with his defense, and Lindblad getting a little impatient. Yeah, this Noah Carlson from Central City, he's doing what you want done right now. 17 to nothing, hasn't worked out. He's 2-6 and six on the season, is Noah Carlson from Central City. Spencer Bode, 26 and 22. Carlson's in a little bit of trouble here, but he's, he, he had been out there trying to throw headlocks. He tried to lateral drop, just about hit it. You've got him going out there and doing what he's supposed to try to do. Now he's cradled up right at the beginning of the second period, and Carlson in some trouble here. But I'm not sure that uh, this cradle is good enough to get him pinned. He may have to readjust here and try and uh, step over and get the pin for Bodie. I will tell you, we just started the third period with Lindblad. He's in the top position. He's down 9-2. to two. He's good on top. He took top. Yep. Uh, he's been on top in both the second and third periods. Okay. I do know that he's, he's, he's good on top. Most of those Adam Central kids are. Adam Central got the first win. Zetsker. Oh, by a pin, so they're up six to nothing here. The state duels on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, brought to you in part by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. As we take a look at uh, all the mats, once we get a little deeper here, we'll give you some score updates. There's some mats that are uh, just getting their first match done and some others getting done quickly, and now we see Carlson in trouble again. He's been cradled up one more time. Down five to one. He gave up three near fall a minute ago. He's going to give up three near fall again, and Bodie going to readjust and now loses the head and escape for Carlson. And so it'll be 8-2. to two. Carlson trails with 30 seconds to go in the second period to Bodie. And again, he's trying to just do the big man toss. Well, yeah. that, that's a fun part as a coach. You know, if you've got kids that didn't qualify for state, they come here, you know what? Just do what you can, son. Do your best. Let it all hang out. And don't leave anything back. So all right, who all, knows? Maybe. All right. Maybe you can get a toss out there, Doug. Doug Duda with Frank Kuchera and Larry Baker. Okay, All-American Frank, you know that's coming. Well, you know that's coming. Obviously. How do you get caught? And we see it oh, happen it to better time. wrestlers yeah. than we see here today. What, what do you look for? How do you know that he's going to be in trouble? I mean, he's trying this 10, 20 times. He only has to hit it once. <laughs> true, true. Uh, sometimes you just get lucky, you know, but sometimes, you know, you get nervous, and the more you try to avoid something, uh, the more likely you're to get caught in it. So Yeah, and there's some listeners here in the Kearney area, surely, that would remember the name Mark Bleschko. He was a state champion for the Bearcats, All-American, I think twice for the Lope Show. That guy had a headlock. He had a great headlock. There wasn't anybody in the world didn't know he was going to throw his headlock, and guess what? Everybody got pinned in his headlock. Left-handed headlock. Yep. Yes, yep. and it was and unbelievable. They, nobody saw it coming. Like yep. T-Sweater and the Twister. Yep. You got the headlock there for Blaschko. We're down to the final 30 seconds over here for Nick Lindblad. It looks like he's going to survive unless he makes a mistake. He's trying for a big throw here in the last 20 seconds. No, he's, he's down just trying to, to get three. a takedown, Doug, to stop the major. Right here, three. it's a big deal to get a takedown, not to win the match, but win for your teammates here and make this a three-point win instead of four. And smartly, Noel is just 
And he is a defensed up, could get dinged for stalling here, but the uh, match will come to an end, 11-3. to three. That's four points for Plattsmith, and that'll make the score 6-4 to four Adams Central after two rounds. 14 weight classes here to be decided in each duel. Here's just one thing I'll finish when you said uh, key sweater and the twister. Here's the difference between a twister and a headlock. Headlock, you get caught in it. A twister's a decision. Either I'm going to go to my back or my head's going to come off. <laughs> so guys would just go to their back. They were smart, right? That's a decision deal. Like, he, he wasn't being mean. He was just having the man make a decision on what he wanted. Yeah, it's, it's your choice. You that's can right. either wake up after the match is yes. over or, or you can stay awake. Yep, that's, that's a you problem, not yep. a me problem. <laughs> Noah Carlson taken down over here. Spencer Bodie now up 13-4 to four with 45 seconds to go. They'll hit a restart. But if Carlson can survive these last 45 seconds, he'll in part do his job and not get pinned. He was turned a couple of times. Adam Central will send out Corey Brown now at 170 pounds. He is a 30-23 and 23 junior against Gage Orton, the 43-3 and three senior for Plattsmouth. So Plattsmouth favored right here. Well, yeah, I mean, he left with the yellow medal last week, Doug. Orton did for Plattsmouth, and he's in big, big position here. He just kind of hit a little pancake. Uh, right to Brown's back. He's got Brown in big trouble. Minute and a half left, and they're really kind of in the center of the mat. Yeah, Gage Orton, can't say enough about this guy. He was uh, he was in position last week. to. He, he was one of two finalists. He was the first of two finalists for Plattsmith, and they had to have both matches. Uh, he was a returning state finalist, hadn't won it before, and he came through big for his team. So, uh, you know, Coach Goke, he's expecting a lot of Orton today. 5-3 win last week in the state championship for Orton over Darren Sorensen of Nebraska City and Orton in total control, but he didn't get him pinned. He got the three near fall and an escape here for Corey Brown. So they're back on their feet with 50 seconds to go in the first period. 5-1 and easy takedown again for Orton. He's up 7-1. I do like what I see right now out of the Patriots. I think they're showing a lot of gumption. They're getting after it. This Plattsmouth team is legit. They're tough up and down the lineup. But Adam Central has not been happy to be here and just send a guy out. They're out there wrestling extremely tough. Noah Carlson has been defeated uh, by Bodie of Battle Creek. So it's 16 to 4 uh, with the major decision there. Add four more points. So Battle Creek has won the first four matches over Central City. And they'll have to get things turned around here in a hurry. They trail 21 nothing in this. But Marshall Mikowski, one of their state qualifiers, 41 and 10, medalist, now tries to get out there and get something done. And he has taken Austin Marks right to his back early on. Yeah, Marshall Mar Markowski was sixth a week ago. No, Markowski basketball, Mukowski wrestling. Mukowski, yes, excuse me. <laughs> Let's not get that confused. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the deal. You know, Frank talked about it a little bit ago. You know, this thing started with Battle Creek's hammers. You're just now kind of getting into a few. For Central City, you've got to wait all the way to 138 pounds to get to your state champ. That's at the end of the duel. Yep. That's tough when it starts that way. Yeah, it may not matter. Right. may not matter by then. At the end of the first period... Over in Class B, Gage Orton of Plattsmouth, a 10-1 lead over Corey Brown of Adams Central. Really worked him over hard and just couldn't get him pinned in that first period. So a couple interesting things I've seen over here on Matt 3 with that 2-7 uh, that and seven Gretna Scut matchup, uh, one of the premier matchups early on the day. I just saw Higgins bump up, uh, returning state finalist at 52, bumped up to 60, won a match for Scut, but then Scut was open. Uh, at the next weight class. So Gretna still holds a 9-3 team lead uh, in that uh, opening round. Yeah, this will be very interesting to see how this goes because don't they, we started at 45, no, we started 52. at 52. So they get to, um, 
uh, uh, and I mean, Scott's big hammers are still to come in this thing. Yeah, Bailey Vanderpool yes. was the 138-pound champion. Corbin Mank was the 120-pound champion. And uh, Gretna, of course, they're going to trot out their big state champion 220, at 220 yeah. and Logan Raddick. So uh, Gretna should, when they, as I'll say, make the turn at heavyweight and come back down to 106, Gretna should have the lead. If, if they don't have the lead, they're going to be in trouble trying to be competitive in this duel. Yeah, Gretna's, Gretna's dangerous. I mean, we've seen both of these teams, Gretna and Scott, beat Kearney High, one of the top-level Class A teams. So uh, the, this, is a, this will be a good matchup. Gay Jordan has a takedown over there for Plattsmith. He now leads Corey Brown 12-1 to with 40 seconds to go in the second period. Marshall Mikowski continues to work over here in the first period for Central City. He got himself in a little bit of trouble. Uh, he was up 7-1. to and then got to escape, taken down, 7-4. All of that in the first period. Mikowski of Central City leads Marks of Battle Creek 7-4. Marks will take bottom to start the second period. But Plattsmith is just rude today, and I don't say that in a disrespectful way. They, I mean, they really mean business. They are physical, pretty mean, running through guys. It seems to me like they've just picked this thing up maybe with an attitude because they, they're still, and I think this is something that's really important, there is a state championship to be won today. The trophy's the same. The title's the same. You hang the banner. This is a state championship. And they look to me like they are on a mission to try to do just that. Well, we, and we talked about it, guys, at the top of the broadcast. Once the competition starts, the adrenaline runs. We all know that. So maybe you didn't want to get up this morning and make the long trip out to Kearney or last night. Maybe you didn't want to cut weight throughout the week. Maybe you were happy that it was over in Omaha. Maybe you were a state champion. Hey, yeah, there's nothing higher than a state champion. You will not be an individual state champion today. It's all about your team. But once you get on that mat, if you can get to that point, if you can make weight and get out there, things definitely change. Well, you didn't become a state champion individual or team by not taking pride in what you do. And so no matter no matter what happens today, you know, those guys are going to step it up and, uh, you know, take on all comers. Marshall Mikowski of Central City has just picked up the pin and gotten Central City on the board. Oh, I don't know if it's going to work out, but Brown has put himself in a pretty good spot here against Gage Orton. He's got him in some trouble. Orton's just being tough enough to fight it off, yep. but that was close. Brown started in the top position and just uh, went for that head and arm and pulled him straight back, but just got a little, little too quick with it, got a little high, and now Gage Orton gets the uh, reversal here. 16-2, to so Orton needs one more point here to get the tech fall with a minute 20 to go in the match. And Frank, did you see how Orton covered him there? I mean, he's being physical. They, I, you know, I, so far I don't see anything that I think is out of bounds. I like it. I like what I see as far as where I think they want to end up. You like to see people compete. You know, you can only, uh, uh, you know, it's an old Gable deal. We talked a little bit about it last week, but you, what, whatever is attainable today is what you need to attain. They can't win the team championship today, but they, they're, excuse me, the individual state championship but they can win a team championship today, and it looks to me like that's what they're trying to do. Yep, and Gage Orton, as one of the, the clear leaders on this team, uh, he's one of your, your tone setters, you know, especially if you're Coach Goki, you gotta be happy that he's one of your first matches out of the gate. Set the tone, set the pace, show everybody else what they need to do. And he goes ahead and cuts Brown, then takes him down, and will finish it off here with a tech fall with a minute three to go uh, in the match, so he's able to get that tech fall in 457 over Corey Brown. And after three matches, it is Plattsmouth 9, Adam Central 6. And down here for Central City, Shane Myers, the senior, 
at 28 and 21 will take on DeJager of Battle Creek, who made it to the state meet last week, and I believe got beat out in the uh, heartbreak yes. round for a medal. Yes, he did not medal. Very good wrestler. Jaeger's yeah. looking for the fall down there. That's tight. And Lots he will of time. get the pin. Yes. There it is. So <laughs> Myers is pinned in 119, and Battle Creek is rolling right now, 27 to 6. Give me the number, guys. Uh, it's different every time, but give me the number when you get to that number, 30, 34, yeah, 28. When is it over? Well, in, in high school, sixes can come in bunches, but 27 to 6, that's pretty tough to make a comeback from. When Battle Creek's got, you know, Battle Creek still has um, one, two, three, four uh, state medalists from last week to wrestle, Doug. Four guys that have medaled at the state meet still to wrestle. And by the way, you do hear some fans here. I mean, that's the yeah. key. That's the key. You can kind of tell who's here to win sometimes by the fan support. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just the wrestlers that might have a chip on their shoulders. It's it's mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and all the cousins in the stands. So, uh, yeah, good turnout here today well, so far. And the fans you're hearing is Valentine. They're in an 11 to 11 match. Haas of Valentine, McCormick of Broken Bow. They're in an 11 to 11 match, and it looks like that baby might go to. Nope, it's going to be a three point near fall that will end it. McCormick is going to win it for Broken Bow. And that's the first win for Broken Bow here today. Back up for Adams Central and Plattsmith. Trevor Anderson is on the mat for Plattsmith against Tyler Ziegler, the 36-7 senior. And Ziegler finds himself down in a hole here early, 5-2. Yeah, he, he'd done a nice job. He got in trouble early, did a nice job coming back, uh, Doug, and getting in, back in good position. Adam Central needs Ziegler here. This is one that they look at and think they can win, um, and they have to win all the coin flips. And the ones they believe they've got a pretty good shot in, they need to make sure and close the deal. Lane Johnson takes the mat here for Central City. He went one and two at the state meet last week. Ziegler for Adam Central went two and two at the state meet. They are up to heavyweight. Let's give you a quick little rundown of the scores around the mats right now. We will start in Class B. Wrestling at 182, it is Plattsmouth 9, Adams Central 6. Remember, we started at 52. In the uh, Bennington-Scotts Bluff match, they're wrestling 220, Bennington 21, Scotts Bluff 4. Gretna leads Scott by a score of 9-3, to three, and they are wrestling the 182-pound match. They're also wrestling 182, where Scotus leads Blair by a score of 9-6. to six. In Class C, it is Battle Creek 27-6 over Central City at heavyweight. It is David City 29-4 over Wilbur Claytonia at heavyweight. It is Valentine 24-3 over Broken Bow at 220 pounds. And it is North Bend Central and Aquinas 6-6 at 182 pounds. Yeah, and still 5-2 over there, Doug, with Tyler Ziegler uh, from Adams Central. We're going to start the second period. He's going to start in the top position. Easy escape for uh, Trevor Anderson. So six to two, your score. Ziegler's got some work to do if he wants to help his team out here. Mark Zesker got the first pin, and then the next two matches go to uh, Plattsmouth. Back over for Central City. Ty Thompson of uh, Battle Creek is in action against Lane Johnson. The heavyweights went through a scoreless first period, and it'll be Thompson to take bottom for Battle Creek to start the second period. Yeah, if you're Central City, you need Lane Johnson to step up right here, uh, like like Larry was saying. And anything that's a you consider a coin flip match or a tight one, uh, they just need to stop the bleeding at this point, get some points on the board. 
Anderson, a takedown for Plattsmouth over there. And what's going on? Plattsmouth uh, making a heck of a move here. This is a key match, as you already alluded to. It is eight to two. Yeah, now, I mean, again, and how this changes, now here you've got uh, Trevor Anderson looking for bonus. In his mind, he's locking the win up. Now he's looking for bonus. You can't give up bonus in a coin flip. Yep. I think the mindset that you see Plattsmith coming in, they, they see that they're on the, the good side of the bracket for them, obviously, with Gretna and Scott on the other side. And, and they feel like they belong there, and this is our side, and you're not going to take it from us. And that's the mentality that they've got right now. Yeah, I really like that. Be interested to see what they do at 95. Neither school really has a stud there at 95. And now we get a reversal. Tyler Ziegler able to slide out the back, gets the reversal. He trails 8-4 with 45 seconds to go in the second period. Anderson, boy, strong, comes to his feet, gets out of there, and now tries to catch his breath on the edge of the mat. It's 9-4 Anderson of Plattsman. Yeah, and and in the heavyweight match down here for Central City, Lane Johnson is going to get the pin at the 319 mark. And get six points for the Bison. They'll go to 106, trailing 27 to 12 against Battle Creek. Yeah, and you feel good about yourself there, other than uh, Battle Creek's going to send McCracken out, who was a state runner up last week, was beaten uh, by the St. Paul wrestler um, in the state finals last week, uh, Tyler Cunningham. Uh, so he's a state finalist. So just when you start getting it going again here, because. Uh, another one here for Central City puts them right back in it, but they've got to wrestle a pretty good kid. In the Gretna Scut match, Gretna wins it at 182 pounds by decision, so they are now up over Scut 12 to 3 as their 195 pounders are out there, and a couple of good ones Wheeler from Scut, Gasper from Gretna. Yeah, that thing's interesting. 12 to 3, things are manageable because you had the open weight, but you, this is where it gets scary. You give one or two up here, uh, and then it starts getting to where you have to do extra things and start getting bonus in some matches. Scott can't let this get away from him here. Over to the Class B mat, Ziegler and Anderson stay on their feet over the last 40 seconds. So we go to the third period. Anderson of Plattsmouth wins it or leads it 9-4 to four over Ziegler of Adam Central. Ziegler will take bottom to start the third period. And you said it, Larry McCracken for Battle Creek stepped up, came up with a first period pin for Battle Creek to uh, get them back on track. Yeah, he's a heck of a wrestler. So Kobe Brandenburg, the freshman, is out. Again, everybody will get three matches here tonight. You know, and here's the thing with Battle Creek. Right now, you're actually in the heart of their lineup, Doug, because they're, and, uh, they're, uh, they're not going to send a 13-pounder out. Battle Creek isn't. So Central City's going to get six. But then their next, uh, Zimba was fifth at 20. At 26, they were sixth. At 32, they were sixth, and at 38, they were sixth. So, I mean, they're just sending state medalist after state medalist out now. Going to be 33 to 12, Doug. Should be 18, 18 yeah, yeah there you with go. the forefoot. So 33 to 18. We've got a flurry with one minute to go over in Class B. Ziegler got turned by Anderson, and then, Anders, uh, then Anderson gave up the reversal, and it's 13 to 8 as he gets the escape here. So both the, uh, wrestlers got turned there momentarily. Anderson 13, Ziegler 8. They're back on their feet. Only a minute to go, though. Now 40 seconds to go. And Ziegler's got to put the heat on him here. Needs to get it back to the center of the match. He's allowing Anderson to play the edge. Anderson smartly just gives up the takedown here. Yep. Time's on his side. These guys have been battling. They're, they both look like they're spent, to be honest with you. A couple of, a couple of poor shots head down by Ziegler. 
Uh, Anderson spins around, and then and Anderson gives up the reversal just as easily. So these guys are, are really going at it. 15-10 now, Anderson and Plattsmith with the lead. These 25 points is a lot. <laughs> and he's going to win it as time winds down here, and that's going to make it 12-6 in favor of Plattsmith. As uh, the final score, Ziegler comes out on the wrong side of a 15-10 decision. 16-10 there, they just are going to stand. Okay. Ooh. Coach Goki wasn't very happy there. There was two or three seconds left. He threw the paper out. That's what happens. He wanted him to try to get another takedown because it would have made it eight. There's some fire here today. I love it. That's right. Never let up. And again, in, in Class B, when you're looking at that match, guys, over here between Adam Central and Plattsmouth, the winner doesn't face Scott next. And you've got to feel, or Gretna, and you've got to feel better about that. Bennington and Scott's Bluff and Bennington uh, dominating that. Uh, I mean, let's face it. Bennington somehow got the number one seed with the way it played out in districts, and uh, nobody here in this arena feels that they are the number one team. Pretty good, though. I mean, I mean, they're a team that can get on a roll. That was interesting. Goki just got off his chair and made a beeline back for his wrestler and was pointing at him, giving it to him pretty good. We compete every second we have a leg band on, right? You can stand there when you get to take them off. I like that. I, I believe you got to compete at all times. Yep, because that match might be over, but their day is long from over, so that may come into play later. Ethan Mullen of Adams Central will wrestle at 195 pounds against Devin Pfeiffer of Plattsmouth. That's what they put out there. You've got a couple of kids that were each one match under 500 this year, but a junior for the Patriots and a freshman for uh, Plattsmouth's Blue Devils. Down here in Class C, Andrew Myers of Central City and Jaden Zimba of Battle Creek are 2-2 going to the second period, and Myers has taken bottom. Yeah, this yeah. looks like a good matchup down here in Class C. Uh, two upperclassmen with 30-plus wins, so it should be, should be a solid match. Yeah, and Zimba was a state placer last week, got sixth at the state meet. He's got a boot in right now, and he's got uh, Myers flat. Got him flat. These guys are both all arms and legs, yeah, man. They They're real, real lanky. Uh, hard to turn a kid like that because, as you can see, he's got a, a nasty power half. It's really, really deep, but he's just so flexible. It's just not going over. You're listening to State Wrestling Duels here on ESPN Radio, KXPN Kearney, and KICS Hastings. Adam Central's Ethan Mullen will get the first takedown over there at 195 pounds. We need to take a break. We will do so. Be back with more from the UNK Health and Sports Center right after this. Your BP dealer in Gibbon and Kearney is Clevenger Farm Products. We would like to wish all the area wrestlers and coaches best of luck. Call today for a CFP fuel card. With Express Gas, you can pay at the pump 24 hours to better serve you. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. See RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. In the market for some Galve, see Mike or Del Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve.
Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Frank Cuchera, back with you here at the UNK Health and Sports Center as we are bringing you the state high school wrestling duels in its fourth year. Let's give you an update on where the team scores are right now. In Class B, Adams Central wrestling 195 pounds. They are trailing Plattsmouth by a score of 12 to 6. We started at 152. The heavyweights have Bennington 27, Scott's Bluff 4. Gretna leads Scott 12 to 3. They're wrestling at 195. At uh, 220 pounds, it is Scotus leading Blair by a score of 20 to 6. In Class C, Battle Creek is leading Central City 33 to 18. We're already up to 120 pounds there. It is David City leading by a score of 35 to 10. Uh, David City with the lead in Class C, and they are wrestling at 113 pounds over Wilbur Claytonia. Valentine leads Broken Bow 36 to 9. They're at 113 pounds. And finally, it is North Bend and Aquinas, one of our closer duels right now, 24 to 18 in favor of North Bend, and we are wrestling at 113 pounds. Don't give up on the Zimba Myers matchup down here in Class C. A uh, couple of lead changes already. Now it's tied up 6 6 with a minute left. Zimba from Battle Creek in the top position here, but I think we're we're to a point where Central City has to win, win yeah, out pretty yeah, much, right? No, no question. And Myers was in great shape. He was up six to two in the match. He gave up a late reversal right at the end of the second period and then gave up a quick reversal right at the start of the third period. He just gave four points up. He was up six to two in the match. So Myers is in good spot here. Zimba tried to throw that left leg in like he's been doing. He got high. And Myers caught the leg and sucked him over the top and just got the reversal. So Central City is going to take the lead by two here. Ziemba with a quick inside switch. If he can get out of this position, Frank, I'd let him go and make it 8-7 simply because he's, he's reversed you twice. We'll see. He's making progress. There's the stalemate. So 34 seconds left here. Yeah, at this point, you hear coaches say, one, not two, one, not yes. two. <laughs> yes. Devin Pfeiffer got an escape over here for Plattsmouth. Samoan of Adam Central Pfeiffer of Plattsmouth, 2-2 late in the second. Nice high crotch attempt by Plattsmouth right there. Nice finish. Good job keeping his head up and turning the corner. Yeah, and this is another match. It's another coin flip match. And if you're uh, Adam Central, you need it, and you're in trouble 4-2. Yeah, Pfeiffer got the takedown, and he's going to have the 4-2 uh, lead as we go to the third period. Now there's the escape. For Battle Creek, 12 seconds to go. It's up to Myers to keep away. Seven seconds. And it looks like he will stay away. And Central City will get an 8-7 win here, make it 33-21. They're trailing in the team race. Big win for Central City there. Andrew Myers wins at 8-7 to keep Central City in this as we go to 126. So 26, 32, 38. And 45, they have wrestled 10 matches already. We started at 52, so there's four more matches to go. And a 12-point differential here, which is two pins. Well, as we, we talked earlier, the first time these two teams met, Central City won 34-39. Battle Creek's already at that 33, so they've made the 30-point mark. So, so we'll see. Every match matters here. Oh, Battle Creek with a nice duck under. Big return straight to his back. But looking for back points here. Himes, a freshman out of Battle Creek against Riken, who's just a 5-19 freshman. Battle Creek has a huge on-paper advantage here. 
Back over to Adams Central, you will see them and Mullen get the escape to start the third period. And now they're wrestling on their feet. Pfeiffer Platts with a 4-3 lead over Mullen with a minute to go here in the match. Yeah, and that, that duel's still just 12-6. Mullen needs to pull a rabbit out of a hat here and get a win for Adams Central. You know, right now, Adam Central's lone win or lone points was the Zexer match to start the duel. Yep, this is another one of those toss-up matches. Mullen being a junior, Pfeiffer being a freshman, both with very similar records, right at 500 apiece. You know, this is this is truly a toss-up. <laughs> Look at him go. Flatsmith uh, being real aggressive. We'll see if, uh, if uh, Mullen can capitalize on that. They are so aggressive. Somebody's going to lose their balance on a slide-by. And on a single is Mullen. Yep, head outside, high crotch. He's got to continue to get his head up and turn that corner. You know, that's a shot that you have to score on through that attack. He was in so deep. He was too slow with his transition to a finish, and many times kids do that. It's the transition to your finish that will allow you to score. You can't let a guy get his hips set, and that's what happened there. That was a great shot. Yep, good shot. There he's going for that same high C, but... Just 18 seconds. Needs to get his head up and his eyes up so he can see where he's going. Edge of the mat, restart. Trouble down here for Central City. Reichen is on his back with 20 seconds to go, and there's the pin. He'll be pinned in 144. Central City is now down 39 to 21, and with three weight classes, they will need three pins just to get it tied. Yeah, and they're going to have to wrestle some studs for Battle Creek coming here. And Plattsmith is going to hold on and get the win down here with Devin Pfeiffer defeating Ethan Mullen by a score of 4-3. to three. A lot of wins, a lot of close wins, 3.3.3. But now it's 15-6, to six. Plattsmith leading Adams Central. What you need is your other state finalist right now, if you're Adams Central and Kendall Overheide, to come out here and get six on the board. Your two state finalists, even if it's just 12 out of the two of them, you've stemmed the tide and you're still giving yourself a chance. Yeah, the all-important bonus points, uh, six, you know, let's be honest, it makes up a couple two-decision-point two wins, so they could be right back in it. Yeah, and let's not forget, this is the 1-8, you know, matchup. So Adam Central, if they can do that, they're hanging in there, you know, but I'll just tell you, Zach Brandt, his record may not be very good, but he looks pretty good. He's rocked up when he walked out there. For Central City, Troy Vanderheide, the 17-9 senior against... 32 and 17, junior Preston Bussey of Battle Creek. And Bussey has the early takedown to take a 2 nothing lead. Yeah, Bussey was sixth state meet a year ago. Doug, you say Battle Creek's just going to keep marching him out. Over Heidi got a quick takedown. Uh, he cut him, so it's 2 to 1. Over Heidi's really aggressive here, Doug. Now you got the state champion, Logan Raddick, out there for Gretna against a five win sophomore for Scott. So we kind of know what's going to happen there for the state champion, Logan Raddick. Well, you probably did have that conversation uh, if you're the Scott coach. You told him if, if you have to, you just make sure your belly button gets sewed to the mat. Over here, we've got a cradle for Overheide. Kendall Overheide against Zach Brown of Plattsmouth. He ladled him, Doug. Oh, that's a beautiful, beautiful term. Beautiful term and the stick in 46 seconds for Kendall Overheide. And so the second pin here of the duel for Kendall Oberheide of Adams Central. You don't see very many Splatos out of a 220. That took the words right out of my mouth. I don't just, see that very often, period, let alone from a big guy. Yeah, just, I was just, that's why I turned, I turned and was, would have said it to you whether we were on the radio or not. I was just, that was going through my head like, holy moly, I don't know how many times I've seen that. So the heavyweights now come out. Central City 
is in trouble again over here, trying to guarantee the dual victory is Preston Bussey. He has turned Vander Heiden and taken a 5-0 lead into the start of the second period. And Doug, is, as, as you see, the uh, Ben Altman from Omaha Scott Catholic is doing just that. I never He's been warned for stalling. There's the point for the stalling. I mean, he is going to lay on his belly. Yeah, some matches, as far as you're concerned, it's a win if you don't get pinned. That's exactly right. This is going to end up being a close duel. You need this cat to stay off his back if you're Scott Catholic. So if you're Raddick, are you whispering in his ear? What are you doing down there? I mean, you're the dominant wrestler. What are you saying? You just keep pounding because eventually he'll go over, I think. Zach Wiskuski, the sophomore state qualifier for Adams Central, is taking on Jason Nanke, the 33-10 junior from Plattsmouth at the heavyweight match. And a takedown early here for Nanke in the first period. Yeah, this thing's getting interesting. Raddick needs to get a pin here. I think it's very important for that to happen. You know, this, this duel uh, it is the feature one, as you guys have talked about, and it's kind of entering a really important spot here because from here, Scott Catholic's going to start running their studs out. Yep, yep. You know what's coming. You just got to brace yourselves, and hopefully you've stockpiled enough points in the bin to, to survive, uh, survive what's coming up. They've wrestled only five matches so far in that Gretna-Scut duel, and Gretna leads it by a score of 12-6. to six. Back over here to Central City, Preston Bussey has found a way to tip and get an 8 to nothing lead here over Vanderheiden, and now an illegal hold on Vanderheiden. They'll restart. Yeah, they're going to give him one, so now he'll get as much time as he needs to continue. And if he can't, uh, of course, we know how that goes. He's going to go right back to the center. It wasn't bad at all, no. but uh, uh, you do have to call that if, if you know, his head hit first. Yep. Well, and you always get that sick feeling in your stomach when you see him lay there, even if it's just yeah. for a second, like in this case was. Luckily, he popped up right away, and everybody's good to go. Back over at the heavyweight match, Wiskeski of Adams Central trailing 2 nothing with 30 seconds to go. In the first period, Vander Heiden of Central City trailing Bussey 9 nothing with a minute to go here in the second period. Some of the other scores in Class C, North Bend leading Aquinas 36-18 to 18 at the 126-pound weight class. Or again, remember, 145 will be the last one this time around. Valentine has put away Broken Bow, 39-9. They're at the 120. David City, 38-10 over Wilbur Claytonia at the 120. Battle Creek, 39-21 over Central City at the 132. In B, SCOTUS on Blair, 30-6 at the 106. And Gretna... You know, Raddick's in danger of not even getting a major decision yes. here. He's up 6-0 with 20 seconds left at this point. He's got to cut him. That's it, Frank. I was just going to say it. Just They should have done this a long time ago Yeah. because he'd have taken him down at will. It's it's easier to take somebody down than it is turn him, and one of those will end up going feet to back. Yeah. I mean, you think and right there he, he, he came out front looking for that front head and arm, but then he just went back, no change. Scuts. Look, look at the scut bench. The scut bench is ecstatic. Yeah, they did. Look at they're saying get up. They know what they just did. Wow. Six to nothing. Raddick wins, but it's only three points. It's like a gift three there for Omaha Scut, and that'll make it fifteen to six. Mark that one down, boys. Yeah, I think going into that third period, you got to you got to start cutting them loose right away, and and like you said, create from your feet if you have to. Yeah. Especially at the heavyweight weight uh, category. I mean, that, that's going to happen more often than not. Look at him. They're hugging him. They're giving him high five. You got to love this because now here's another young man. You know, he didn't leave with a state medal last week, anything like that. 
He's working and has a hand in trying to earn his team a state championship. Checking the other scores, by the way, Bennington leading Scotts Bluff 27 to 10. They are at 113 pounds. Adams Central trailing Platts with 15 to 12. It's really that and the Gretna Scut match are the two most competitive duels here early on. Wiskuski now trails 4 0 and is on bottom with a minute to go in the second period. I don't know what to think, honestly, of this Plattsmouth Adams Central duel. It has never looked to me like Adam Central has been in it. Plattsmouth has just been rolling, but it's 15 to 12. Yeah, they're right in it. Like, can't can't say it enough. Bonus points are huge. You know, it, it pains me to say this. I saw it in at college, University of Nebraska. Carney won six out of ten matches and lost a duel this year because they yeah. gave up bonus points in in, uh, in all the wrong areas. So anything's possible. Yeah. Now here. Scott, Scott's heavyweight just turned the Gretna wrestler. Heavyweight's got him on his back. You know, on paper, this one looks like it could be a toss-up. 34 wins and 38 wins, a junior and a senior. So this would be a huge upset here if, it, if they could get bonus points. Anyway. Yeah, and it's 5 to nothing with a minute left in the first. Down here, Preston Bussey of Battle Creek has picked up the pin over Vanderheiden of Central City at the 5-13 mark, and that will clinch the dual victory for Battle Creek. And over here, we have a pin for Jason Nanke of Plattsmouth. He'll get the stick at the 346 mark over Wiskuski of Adams Central. And so that makes it 21 to 12, Plattsmouth. And Doug, it was exactly like you talked about. By the time Central City gets to send their undefeated state champion to the mat, the duel's over. And down there, we're at 106 right now for Adams Central. At 113, you will have the state champion in Class B. Uh, in, in Nielsen for Plattsmouth and Barry, uh, who was the other medalist for Adams Central. It'll be interesting to see who has to send their guy out first. Well, yeah, I mean, what do you do? We do know Barry forfeited out last week to sixth place. Don't know the extent of the injury, Doug, but that's a big deal there. You know, sometimes in a matchup, you want your two hammers to wrestle each other to try to cancel one. Sometimes you feel better about giving them some points because maybe you could get bonus if you bump. It will be interesting to see how that works out. Yep, well, somebody's already got to go up to 45, guys. So I think they're going to – I would guess they're going to bump, bump, bump. You've got three pretty good wrestlers coming up for Adams Central. you got Barry, Gilliland, Broderick. They're all out there. They're all state qualifiers. Yeah, and Tristan Simmons from Battle Creek is just rolling. He's up 6-0 to zero on Jared Gallon who is just a fresh freshman, Tristan Simmons, uh, for Battle Creek, was sixth a week ago. We've said that a lot of times, but they got a lot of medals last week. Uh, Central City's wrestled this tough, though. This is a really good Battle Creek team, 45-21, to 21, but they've battled. Well, either they've just decided Dickinson won't wrestle here since the duel is already over, or they're going to bump him up to the next weight class. Yeah, maybe they're going to wrestle him at 45. Uh, that's my guess. And, you know, maybe somebody that's uh, that talented, give him a challenge, see, see what see what they can do at upper weight. Back over to the Adams Central match. Chase Larson of Plattsmouth has the takedown here at 106 over Kubica of Adams Central. Of course, Kubica made it to the state tournament. He went 2-2 two and two down there. Yeah, and you don't know. I'm sure they'll send him out. But back to that Central City deal, Darren Garfield is a great guy, and he's a really good coach. This could be a situation, too, where maybe he's got a young guy that he would like to come out 
and have this experience. Dickinson's won a state championship. He's a team guy. He would allow that. I have no idea if that's going to happen, but that wouldn't surprise me at all. Coach Garfield knows how to build a program and knows what it would mean to that kid coming back. Yep, that's another thing that makes this tournament interesting. It's not just put your line up on paper and send them out there. It's it's a it's a living, evolving thing. Each duel is. Well, we will take a break here from the state wrestling duels. We're heading into the home stretch of the Class B and C quarterfinals. Remember, A and D will take the mat at approximately 10:30. Kearney, Grand Island, Amherst, Franklin, Sutton. We've got a lot to cover in the A and D. Then we'll have the semifinals at three and the finals at seven on our sister station, Classic Hits. 98.9. A break from UNK right after this timeout. We'll be back to State Wrestling Duels brought to you in part by Nebraska Land National Bank. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Go see Carl and the gang at Stadler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Best of luck, wrestlers. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. I want to thank Billy Thompson, our engineer back at the studios today, along with the Hall of Famer, Frank Cuchera, and... Uh, um, the non-Hall of Fame. Okay, that's what oh, you want me to say? Larry, you're in a Hall of Fame somewhere. <laughs> the Islander legend, Larry that's Baker. Right, I know it. Doug Duda with you here back at the State Wrestling Duels in Battle Creek in Central City. Put another one in the books. Tristan Simmons is going to pick up the victory here for Battle Creek over Jared Gallion of Central City. Yeah, Doug, and I don't think they're going to send Dickinson out uh, for – for Central City, and who knows? I mean, there could be an injury. I don't think so. My guess is uh, Darren's doing exactly what we talked about. He's going to get as many of his guys into this event as possible. I will say this, going over to Class B, Omaha Scott Catholic and Gretna, uh, this is going to be kind of like watching uh, Fox News on an election night when there's 2% of the vote in and they call it. <laughs> Scott Catholic has now taken the lead, 18-15. I think that duel's done. I think Scott will win. This is where their hammers are co coming. Coach Kuchera said it just a little while ago. Gretna needed to get a bunch of hay in the barn before they got to this spot, and they weren't able to get that done. Luke Peterson will take the mat here for Central City. At 145, they trail Battle Creek now 51-21 to as they added 12 quick points there. Back over for Chase Larson of Plattsmouth. He has got Kubica in all kinds of trouble and is going to end up getting the pin here. 17 seconds into the third period, 417. Kabika will fall. Big win for Plattsmouth there. Two guys with 40 wins and uh, Larson being the underclassman. So maybe maybe this is what Plattsmouth needs to kind of get him over the hump, finish this duel off, so to speak. Um, you know, it's just like anything, whether it's football or basketball or wrestling, you know, you get, sometimes at some point you got to put the hammer down um, and not allow a team get back into it. Right, and here for Plattsmouth, you know, Larson was fourth last week. Now they're going to go to An uh, Andrew Nelson, who was the state champ, and then after that will be Ronald, Ronald Taylor, who was third a week ago. So they just hit the meat of their lineup. I have to tell you, selfishly, and I don't think I'm probably wrong either, Coach Goki would like it 
I want Scott Plattsmith in a duel. Oh, absolutely. I don't want Scott to get beat here, and I'm sure um, Plattsmith would, you know, if this all got done and they went, ah, Scott lost, I think there'd be a piece taken from him. I think they'd like to do that. Yep, I, you know, I, I think that that's, that goes both ways. You know, this was the first year that Scott didn't ever win their, their first, their home invitational. Plattsmith came into their house, took that title away from them. Um, I'm not familiar with what their what their dual uh, record is against each other, but but you're absolutely right with the the drama that went on state tournament last week. Uh, that, that that could be an exciting match tonight. You've got the state champion Nielsen over here taking on Trent Shum, who is uh, getting his first varsity action. And uh, well, this baptism isn't holy water; it's lava. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what I love the sport of wrestling, and Shum finally gets the move that he wants here. Uh, but I, I hate what he did to start this. When he didn't get what he wanted to take him down, he just cut him. And he, he took him down three times in like 15 seconds. Here, and he doesn't know what that other kid is. He he could think that that kid is a 22-1 and one freshman. Who knows? But he gets the pin in 54 seconds. But he came out wanting the five-point move or taking him straight to his back. Sometimes I don't think that's very fun to watch. Well, here's the only thing I will say. I do understand that. But, you know, we saw it in the Raddick match. When you take a kid down and let him up, it's, it's sometimes perceived as though you're being showboaty. That's not the case. You can take a kid down. If you can't turn and you spend a whole period running your gas tank empty, it's two to nothing. If you're better on your feet, let's win on your feet. It's like in a football game. If I can run the ball against you, why would I ever throw it? Yeah. If, if I'm better on my feet, let's let's do it on, on, on your feet. That doesn't always mean you're being showboaty. Thank you. Thank you for putting me in my place no and explaining it to me because it frustrates me from time to time when you see that. But it's all but over now down there. Plattsmith is up 33-12. to 12. Now Devin Gilliland will come in against Taylor of Plattsmith, and uh, Gilliland comes out with the quick takedown. 33-16 and 16 senior, 39-11 and 11 junior. It's all over down here. Um, Luke Peterson wins by pin for Central City, but the final score will be Battle Creek 51, Central City 27 so central city will come back at noon and wrestle wilbur claytonia and central city should get that and then uh, wrestle for fifth place doug one thing that is kind of interesting wilbur claytonia is a pretty darn good wrestling team they just got blasted 66 to 10 by david city david city has been on fire though i think wow. we can agree that over yeah. the last two weeks nothing can stop david city it would not seem well, Gretna just about tried to get back in that thing. You heard the crowd go nuts. The Gretna wrestler there, uh, Trevor Favre, just threw Von Schmidt to his back, and Gretna should be favored here. 48-3 sophomore against 32-10 sophomore from uh, Scott, and it is 4-4. Looks like they're going to go to overtime. Schmidt scored right at the end of regulation to send that to overtime. I believe Faber was well, in the yeah. finals last week, wasn't but he? At six, so that's what we see here. Okay. Gretna is playing the game, trying to bump up stud against stud here. So a tight match. They're going to overtime, 4-4. Four to four. Yeah, Faber to the runner-up to Moore from Blair, who's also here today. Right now, Gilliland leads Ronald Taylor 2-1. to one. Now 4-1 to one as he's going to get another takedown late here in the period, try not to give up the escape. So Devin Gilliland of Adam Central trying to keep the Patriots' hopes alive here, but they're down by 21 with four matches to go, and he ends up getting rid of him. He cuts him, and it's 4-2, to two, Gilliland after the first period. Bennington leads Scottsbluff 33-10 to 10 at 120. Again, the final match this round is at 145. 
Scott 18-15 over Gretna Wrestling in overtime at 113 pounds. At 132 pounds, SCOTUS leads Blair 36-23 at 132. They're wrestling at 126 here in Class C. Valentine leads Broken Bow 39-13. And North Bend will beat Aquinas as they wrestle their final match. North Bend is up 42-30. Yeah, and I tell you what, if you're Scott Catholic right now, you're licking your chaps if you think that your 10-loss uh, a kid is going to come out here just a sophomore 10 losses and beat the state runner up from a week ago. Favre was in deep there for uh, Gretna, but they went out of bounds. The crowd's starting to fill in nicely. Well, you've got, oh, obviously, you're going to bring home Carney. Amherst. That's going to take care of a few of them, right, Larry? Yeah, no doubt yeah, about a it. A and D should fill this place up. And those uh, matches will be coming up at approximately 10.30 this morning, and we'll keep it here on ESPN for those. Back over to the Gilliland match. They went neutral to start the second period. Ronald Taylor likes that, and he took the uh, takedown here over Gilliland. So they'll restart 4-4 in the second period. Gilliland on the restart on bottom. Oh! Oh, the time Time's ran out. out. Schmidt for Scott Catholic had... Favre in the air. Van Schmidt is no slouch, though, if I recall. I'm not sure if he was a returning finalist last year. I, I'd have to look that up. But but this is a this is a premier matchup here, I think, between these two. Still 4-4 over in the Gilliland match against Ronald Taylor of Plattsmouth. Adam Central not only needs to win this, but probably find a way to get bonus points, and that's going to be extremely tough. Great matchups going on right here. And to go back to your point before, sometimes that happens in a dual competition. You don't you, you see a, a one opponent that's that's heavily overmatched. But to me, you know, that's the that's the beauty of the sport too. I, I never had a situation where I didn't learn more from a time that I just absolutely got my butt kicked. So, you know, <laughs> if nothing else, it builds character and, and gets experience for these guys that, that wouldn't necessarily have it on a stage like this. Well yeah, here well I, I'm, I'm talking about Vance, but, you know, he was third a week ago, Doug, at the state meet from Scott. So you're exactly right, Frank. We're in no slouch at all. Down there in the Class B match, wall on the mat, they awarded Gilliland an escape, and then Ronald Taylor just stepped over and got the reversal. Now Gilliland gets another escape to tie it at six at a big flurry at the end of the edge of the mat here with one second to go in the second period. No points will be awarded. It'll be 6-6 six, six going into the third. Gilliland of Adams Central and Taylor of Plattsman. You got to be very careful there, Gilliland. They were hip locked in a wizard, and he tried to throw his legs over the top. That's danger. Nice scramble by both guys. Looks like Platinum's going to be in the bottom position here to start the third. Yeah, and they're in more tiebreakers over there in the Scott Gretna match. Gretna in need of the win here. Van Schmidt looking to ride out. Top position for Scut. Got both legs in. Got a half, got a power half. He's close to the backs there. He's really close. Scut coaches are, are stroking him for him, but official is not giving him up. Two seconds left. He's not going to get a two count. DeVetter, Coach DeVetter in his first year over there, really wanted some points but didn't get him. And so Favre 
a little sore. He is not getting up right away. Oh, that was brutal. I mean, he had both boots in, and when he run that power half over, it was about ripping his shoulder right off. Yep, and that's that's what we talked about earlier. These longer, lanky guys, especially these lighter weights, they're they're a lot like rubber bands, those ligaments, but but they still get sore. And it's either uh, it, it's a tough position for the officials because you know at what point is he going to turn him, or at what point is he actually going to get injured? As you see, Favre having to take some injury time here. And, and look at that shoulder, because that was, that was a tight power half. Yeah, that, that absolutely was, and it will be interesting. It seems to me that if Schmidt can get back on top of him, get the boots in, he'd ride him out. You know, here in the ultimate tiebreaker, what do you choose? Back over at the Adams Central match, Gilliland gives up the escape, and then Ronald Taylor takes him straight down off that escape, all in basically one move, and now it's 9-6, to six, just broke enough that it wasn't a reversal. And so Taylor of Plattsmouth leads Gilliland of Adam Central 9-6. A minute to go in the match. Gilliland on bottom on a restart. These guys have been scrambling like crazy down here, so hopefully we'll see what the last minute holds for them. Listening to the state high school duels, the fourth consecutive year here at UNK on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Adam Central in trouble, not only in this match, but in the team race. If Plattsmouth wins this match, they will clinch the duel with three matches yet to go. And Gilliland cannot get off bottom. We're going to get a stall warning on top on Taylor for just laying there. Yeah, Taylor's got two cautions, I believe, too, Doug. Uh, and the, why that would be important is if he could get him to jump again and make it 9-7, then a reversal would at least allow him to go to overtime or an or escape, an and, escape a and a stall warning again. Yeah. There's a nice return. Ooh. Big return to the mat there for Taylor. And now we're down to 20 seconds, and it doesn't look like Gilliland is going to be able to get out of this, and Taylor can go ahead and lay on him now. He can give up another stall point if they want to, down to 10 seconds to go. Three points in this third period for Taylor. Gilliland can't get out. The final score will end up being 9-6 to six in favor of Ronald Taylor, which makes it 36-12 to 12 in the duel, and Adam Central will be defeated here with three more matches to go. How about Scott and Gretna, boys? We're back to another... 30-second right out here with Van Schmidt on top. Got the legs in. Again, he's not in as good a position as he was. Favre's doing a nice job of getting his hips off to the side, getting his hips on the mat. But five seconds left, he's going to get his uh, 30 seconds here. Yeah, and I think this is the ultimate tiebreaker. I think that wins the match for him. You know, the thing is, and he's such a good leg rider, it's like he's got two little feet on his butt. You know, he's on his butt there, but he's able to keep moving and moving and you know, to be a good leg rider, you have to be able to wrestle in some very awkward positions, even when you're in control. He did that there. Well, I, I, I agree, and I think to take it a step further, even to be a good top wrestler, you use your hands and your feet in all positions, whether you're doing a crab ride, you got to elevate, use your toes, um, or, or stay on your toes, keep driving. Um, yeah. And that's exactly right. We try to teach kids to use their um, feet like hands, you know, and, and in wrestling you do – when a guy's got your leg up and your whizzer wrist, you know, it's very important at the angle at which you keep your foot uh, uh, to be able to maintain pressure. So, yeah, using your feet is as important as using your hands in, in most positions. Out on the mat right now for Adam Central is Cody Nihans. He is taking on Justin Williamson. So um, with that duel over, uh, you also will see Adam Central and Coach Lemeski go a little deeper down on the mat and, and on the roster here. We're nearing the end uh, of this duel. Uh, Scott and Gretna are really the uh, 
most competitive one still out there, but now we got a forfeit, it looks like, guys, from uh, Gretna. So now it's 27 to 15, Scott. Yeah, once they got through that spot at 220 with Raddick, that was the tough spot for them. Uh, uh, that put Gretna behind it where they were going to have to chase into Scott's best wrestlers. Over here in Class B, Justin Williamson of Plattsmouth gets the takedown of Nihans of Adams Central. Two to nothing midway through the first period. We'll take another break. Be back with more of the State High School Wrestling Duels right after this. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Go see Carl and the gang at Stadler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Best of luck, wrestlers. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. And welcome back to the UNK Health and Sports Center, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our online streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. Call to schedule a campus visit today. And we have just wrapped up uh, down here on Mat 8 with uh, our quarterfinal matchup. And we'll give you some uh, updates here in just a minute. That's North Bend, by the way, uh, taking care of their quarterfinal match over Aquinas. Ends up being 45-30. to 30. So the only C-mat still going is Valentine and Broken Bow, and they only have one match to go, and Valentine has clinched that one up. Take us over to uh, Adams Central. What do we get going on there, Larry? Yeah, at, uh, in the Adams Central match, uh, Justin Williamson from Plattsmith is wrestling Cody Kahn's um, from Adams Central, and Williamson's had his way. It's 6-1. to one. There's a minute left in the second period, uh, and he's getting near-fall points again. So Class C is in the books, and David City will take on the fifth seed, Battle Creek, and North Bend will take on Valentine in the 2-3 matchup in the semifinals. The consolations at noon, Central City will take on Wilbur Claytonia, and Broken Bow will be taking on Aquinas. All four Class B duels are still being wrestled right now, but most of those have been decided as well. Plattsmouth has a beaten Adams Central, and you've also got to... Uh, Scott's Bluff, they're going to fall in their match against Bennington. And Columbus Scotus is going to win their match over Blair. Yeah, and Corbin Mink just got a pin for uh, Omaha Scott Catholic. He's a junior. You know, he's only won two state championships so far uh, in his career. Tremendous wrestler. Yeah, Scott's starting to take control there. Plattsmouth doing the same. Kind of similar. 36-12 in the Plattsmouth duel, 33-15. In the Scott duel. Cody Nihans will go to the third period for Adam Central, trailing Justin Williamson of Plattsmouth by a score of 9-1. to one. And they will go both up neutral position here at 126 pounds for Adam Central. Yeah, and Keenan's went out, and he's got an underhook, and he's looking to make something happen. I mean, he's not running away a bit. 
And we've seen that from Adams Central today. They have they've been out there, but Plattsmouth, as you said, one of the top two most aggressive teams we saw here in the early session. Yeah, and Dan Linusky's done a great job there, Doug. He's built a good program. They're competitors. They'll compete and fight you anywhere, and you're seeing that today. Well, and now Nihon's is on his back here with a lot of time to go in the third period. What, what does it take, boys, to take the next step? We talked a little bit about that last week with Carney High. They're always there, second, third, fourth, and they want to take that next step and get the big trophy. Adam Central has finally been in B long enough where they're going to stay in B, and they took a big step this year. This was probably their best showing in Class B, ending up eighth in the team race. They were in the top five for most of the weekend, and then uh, were in seventh and eighth all day Saturday. Here's the one thing I'll say, and having coached for a long time, Doug, the easiest thing in the world to do is to take a program that's not competitive and make them competitive. The hardest thing in the world to do is go from competitive to contender. What you have to do is exactly what he's done. Have all the right processes in place. It's cyclical in high school. You'll have good runs of kids come through, and you'll have some that maybe just aren't as good. If all the correct processes are in place, when, as you're competing, you'll become a contender when that good run of kids comes through. Many times what happens in a program is it's like, man, we got to really get it going. We've got a good group of kids. It's too late. It has to be in place when they get there. Yep. Well, and, and success breeds success. So, you know, they, they get something good going. You know, your, your middle schoolers or your junior high kids see that. Like you said, you get a solid class. You know, some kids that think, yeah, you know what? This is cool. These guys are winning. We want to do this. And the, that group of kids can stick together all the way through high school. And then, and then that's when you start plugging those guys in every year. Yeah, and in wrestling, one of the things you have to do is whether it's a Rob Reedy or, you know, uh, uh, something like that, where you've got a guy in your community and he's got a kid and he's really into it. And what he does is he gathers all the kids up a year or two younger than his boy and all the kids a year or two older than his boy. And they spend from about fifth grade all the way through together. Then that's the run of kids. And sometimes that is what it takes. Yeah, if you, if you sign on to be a, a high school coach and you want to be a successful high school coach, you're not just the high school coach. You're, you're going to be, you got to have your hands involved in the junior high and the middle school. And, you, you know, you got to build those programs because those are your kids for the next, you know, for the future. Getting back down there, Cody Nihans does suffer the pin in 438. So we move on to 132 pounds. And now Peyton Broderick will go out there. He went one and two at the state meet last week. And he is taking on Ethan Ludwig, a 35 and 12 senior Plattsmouth. And Broderick will get the early takedown here. He is up by a score of two to nothing. Also, Columbus Scotus has finished their duel by Downing Blair. Final score there is 52 to 23. Scotus, the six over the three, so the most significant seeded upset so far. But again, Scotus, one of a couple of teams in the state of Nebraska that has just blown up here over the last couple of years. Well, they started the program just a couple of years ago, and uh, they were lucky enough, to be quite honest, in how it worked. They decided to start the program, and within a year, one of a high school legend in Galen Camrath retired at David City, and they said, Galen, would you come over and help us in our program? Columbus is a, is a town that you want to talk about tradition, baby. I mean, if anybody remembers the old Empire Strikes Back poster at the Devaney they hung after they'd won all them state championships, and they got beat a few times. When they came back to re-win it, it was the Empire Strikes Back. A lot of um, tradition in that town, and so when when they started the program, got Galen, that thing's off and going. Yeah, I had the opportunity to talk to Coach Dodson a little bit last weekend, and 
you know, they had a couple of studs in the finals, and, and he, he couldn't say enough about the accountability that those kids, you know, uh, had and, and, and for each other and, and keeping them, making sure everybody's doing the extra workouts, getting in the room and, and staying committed to, to, to getting to this level. Yeah, and I think one of the things you talked about this just a little bit ago, we were talking about building a program. They won soccer championships. They won a football championships. Winning breeds winning. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Frank Uchera down there to the Broderick match. Ethan Ludwig did pick up an escape here, so it's 2-1 to one as they get the second period rolling, and it will be Broderick on bottom trying to pick up some points here in the uh, second period, even though this duel is already over. A chance to add to your record here in the positive way. And how about down there in that uh, Scott Gretna match? Stone Mendez, the 16 and 13 sophomore, took Dan Zeleny of Gretna to his back to start this match and was up 5 0 and is maintaining that now. He leads it 7 to 3 with a minute and a half to go in the second yeah, period. Yeah, Doug, and it's gotten a little contentious. Zeleny was a little upset after that and picked uh, Mendez up and slammed him and was penalized for it. Uh, Gretna's coach came out, was not very happy. Uh, with Zeleny for it, so that thing got pretty contentious. So we're down to three matches to go. Class C is all done. Again, A and D will get going when this round is over. David City, the top seed, beat Wilbur Claytonia 66-10. They'll face Battle Creek, a 51-27 winner over Central City. North Bend over Aquinas, 45-30. And Valentine is who they will face, a 51-22 winner over Broken Bow. So Wilbur Claytonia against Central City, Broken Bow against Aquinas in the uh, consolations. And I mentioned it a couple of times, and there are reasons, but uh, Broken Bow is on the come. They, uh, they may be the next SCOTUS. Uh, I'll mention, too, with SCOTUS starting the program, that makes Columbus a wrestling town with both of their schools now powers uh, in wrestling in SCOTUS and Columbus High. But I think Broken Bow is going to be, they've been in the top ten this year for the first time in a long time, and I think... You see the following. They, they've got the little kids' programs. I've got some family up there. I see some of the pictures. It's, it's got all the foundation of the future. Hey, write it down. We'll I, see. Doug I, Duda says it's so. I, well, <laughs> I think it will be. We can talk to our Broken Bow radio brethren, too, and that's why they love following them. So great to see all the fans here again. Let's get back over to that Scott and uh, Scott match. First, Peyton Broderick has picked up the uh, reversal here to take a 4-2 lead as they go to the third period. So Broderick of Adam Central leads Ludwig of Platts with 4-2. Ludwig on bottom to start the third. That's a good matchup there with uh, Adam Central and Ludwig. Ludwig, 35-12 and 12 as a senior. You know, your team, your team's already got it locked up, but you're a senior. You want to go out on a, on a winning note and, and keep things rolling. But, but uh, Broderick doing a nice job here up 4-2 for uh, Adam Central. Yeah, and that uh, Zeleny-Mendez match, geez, you want to talk about getting after it. Uh, I think it's 9-9 nine to nine now. Zeleny's been able, or 9-7, to Zeleny's been able to come all the way back. It's been, a, it's been a match of reversals, and like you said, no love lost there, potentially dangerous call. And so... Uh, oh, that's, a, that's an illegal hold. Two yeah, points. He took it. That'd be the second one. Boy, this thing is contentious. Holy cow. Then after the illegal hold, gentlemen, choice on restart? Uh, I don't think so, Doug. Oh, they put the points on the wrong side of the board here. 
Well, the Scott no. Catholic wrestler would have gotten the point. Yeah, I, oh, think, okay. I think it was on Gretna for wrenching that arm and or that, taking it against the joint or something. My guess is it wasn't. He probably took it against the joint, but so forcefully that they yeah. deemed it illegal, not potentially dangerous. Now DeVetter's going to go over and get into it with him a little bit. Back over in Class B. Ludwig gets the escape here in the third period. Now gets a takedown, and he leads Peyton Broderick 5-4 with 40 seconds to go in the match. Broderick needs an escape to tie it. So then I think what happened is Zelani had went ahead and chose both up, so then Stone yep. Mendez got the one there. And that's the other backstory here. Stone Mendez, former Carnegie, yep. wrestled Matt Katz, came all the way up, and now it's Scott now. Broderick trying to slip out in the last 15 seconds over here for Adam Central. As off to the side is Ludwig. Broderick needs to pop the head out to get the escape in the last 10 seconds. No. And maybe going to get a reversal. Gonna be a He's going to get a reversal There's to win it. He got a reversal to win it because Ludwig realized, as you've said so many times, guys, one, not two. He realized he was losing the head, and bang, he rolled him over with two seconds to go, and Broderick wins it six to five. That's great. You know, and back to Stone Mendez, you know, his father was a state champion, a Nebraska state champion at Shelton, and he just won the match. I think might have won by disqualification. I did not see the end of that, unfortunately. Last I saw was another illegal hold, and they were shaking hands. And now he's yelling at the crowd. And Zelani is not happy. Nope, somebody's trying to stop him. He's going to go have a fit. There, he punched a trash can. Look out, boys. <laughs> Clear the hall. There's no paper towel holder safe right now in a bathroom. So Adams Central gets their third win, by the way, here. Uh, Oberheide and Zesker both won by pin. And now Broderick wins 6-5, to five, only their third win of this duel. 48 to 15 is your score. Big, big win for Scott there, even though they had the duel wrapped up for one of their younger guys, Stone Mendez, a sophomore with a 16 and 13 record, comes out and beats uh, a really tough kid from Gretna, senior. And, uh, you know, that that's something that could springboard a kid's uh, high school career from Absolutely. There. Adam Central's not going to send out a 38-pounder, guys, so that's six four-foot here for Plattsmouth. That makes it 48 to 15 and they will wrestle the final match here at 145 pounds. And a quick takedown here for Plattsmouth. They're trying to end this duel in a hurry at 145. And again, I think Adam Central Coach Lenusky has sent out some different young kids, and there it is. Didn't even have time to get it posted, and it's over in 16 seconds. A win for Plattsmouth, and uh, it is going to be Adam Eddy falling to Zach Brawl. Plattsmouth didn't play any games at all, and Adam Central will now have to work their way back through the a consolation round. The final score, 54 to 15. Plattsmouth over Adams Central. And Plattsmouth will now advance on to take on Bennington, who is going to beat Scott's Bluff. And so Adams Central would then face Scott's Bluff in the uh, consolation round coming up at noon. We will not carry the consolation matches live, but we will have updates twice an hour between 12 and 3 to keep you up to date on what is going on. A&D warming up, getting ready to go. We're down to just two duels that are still going. Bennington leads Scott's Bluff 42-10 with two matches to go. And Scott now leads Gretna 39-15 with two matches to go. That was 12-6 Gretna and 15-12 Gretna. And since then, 27 straight points for Scott. 
as we see some of the A and D teams out here warming up now. Amherst contingent is showing up. Kearney High, Grand Island, Columbus, lots of local teams. And we'll also have a uh, fairly area duel, at least for our listening area in Class D in the 2-7 matchup as Sutton will be taking on Franklin. And the thing is, uh, the, the, the big drawback to me, and I think if you guys find one or two others, I don't know, there's not that many, but when you get to D, the odds of having forfeits are much greater. It is so much tougher for a Class D school. Even Amherst will have an open weight here today. Uh, sometimes you may have the better guys on the mat, but you don't have enough of them. I think Franklin runs into that as one of the teams that we know of. We saw them get second in the districts, but they just don't have uh, maybe enough up and down to go with a Sutton team that qualified eight for state. Franklin qualifying uh, five, I believe it was. Yeah, that absolutely is part of it. The good thing is the way they've done the qualifying, if you don't have a fairly full team, you don't get here. So uh, that, that is good, where they put the onus on those that have um, full lineups. You know, you get 10 points in that qualifying criteria just for entering the weight in districts. So that has helped uh, quite a bit. But the Class D duels usually do go a little bit quicker. You know, Franklin is the only one uh, that, that is uh, missing a fair amount of kids. Guys, I'll ask you one more thing. With the, they, they change it up. They keep tweaking what they're doing with the duels, trying to make each year a little bit better. Okay, you just finished your duel here. A couple of these teams were done at 10 o'clock. You don't wrestle again till 3. I don't think there's any other time this year, even in dual tournaments, uh, fracases, wherever you go, individual tournaments, you would not have this long of a layoff in a day. What are these guys going to do? It's not like you can go to the restaurant and eat. Um, you might have your energy bar and drink your water and try and stay loose, but what are these teams going to do with a five-hour layoff? Actually, there is enough time they could go get something to eat. Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of them probably will go out and get some fresh air. It's beautiful weather. Uh, just relax, try and take their mind off what's going on. And and let's be honest, I think a lot of kids after the state tournaments over last year, last week, a lot of the pressure's off. And so I think they're just going to go out and enjoy the day and um, uh, just rest up, save their legs for later. A lot, a lot of these guys, too, Doug, follow each other. You know, wrestling is very familial in Nebraska. It's um, very close-knit community. A lot of them are going to want to watch other matches and want to watch some of their buddies maybe they wrestled with this summer or something like that uh, uh, wrestle. Bennington has now completed their duel over Scott's Bluff. The final score will be 54-10. to 10. That means Scott and Gretna, the only one that is left going on, will take a break and be back with more of the state duels on ESPN Radio right after this. Billy. Tubbs Pub in Sumner offers daily lunch and dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. For great home cooking without the dishes, get to Tubbs Pub today, a proud supporter of all area wrestlers. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. 
With our producer-engineer, Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda, and our professional analysts on the day, Larry Baker and Frank Kuchera from the UNK Health and Sports Center. Uh, our first eight duels, seven of them are done. The eighth one score-wise is Omaha Scott going to beat Gretna. Right now, though, Jeff Hines taking on Cody Everhart, which would have been an interesting matchup had this meant something. Everhart, a 40-10 and 10 sophomore, and Hines a 39-9 and 9 junior. But as we get ready for uh, A&D, uh, I'll get your thoughts, guys, on what we saw here in this first session. Was there really anything surprising, Larry? No, I don't think so, Doug. Um, I thought the, the really solid teams came out and flexed their muscle um, and w without question. I thought everybody wrestled about like you thought they would. North Bend Central is a team, I think, and see that maybe some people aren't familiar with. Trust me, they can challenge Valentine in this next round. Uh, I think B, you know, a lot of times the story isn't in B uh, uh, for our area, but I just think with the with all that went on in the wrestling community last week, that story right now, we're a duel away. We hope to be able to see those two guys uh, get after it. Scott and Plattsmith is who he is talking about. Plattsmith will have to get by Bennington, and Scott and Scotus, uh, the parochial schools, will battle there in the second semifinal. Frank, what did you take away from the first session? Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, starting at 152 uh, or 45, uh, 52 favored uh, Battle Creek there. I thought they got off to a great start, avenged a loss earlier this year over Central City. Um, I'm excited to see what Valentine has to offer after um, their letdown last week and, and see if anybody at all can, can challenge uh, <clears throat> David City in Class C. And, and I'm right along with Larry. Um, yeah, just, just looking forward to, uh, you know, this scott Plattsmith matchup um, or not. You know, I, I don't know if any of these teams are uh, capable of having a letdown round. I, I doubt it, but um, but I, I think that's the one that everybody's looking forward to. And I think you one of the things that you'll take away from this, too, and, and maybe Adam Central is one of those teams and Central City is one of those teams from our area. Maybe they knew coming in that the first round wasn't going to go their way, but you can still go 2-1 and one here today bring home a fifth place and, and still have some competition out there. And again, it's interesting uh, how this is approached, kind of like the third place game in basketball now. Sometimes you say, hey, I'm going to play everybody, see what happens. I'm going to make sure my younger kids get a chance to play or you treat it like a regular game. And I think we can see that as well here in the consolation duels. Uh, the coaches and the team, everybody has a little different makeup. I'm going to be honest with you, Doug. I don't know anything about the third place basketball game. <laughs> It's, let's, let's just it's get atrocious. that out there, but, but I agree with the philosophy that you're talking about. Yeah, if you can get, get as much action for those, those guys uh, that didn't get the state tournament experience or maybe weren't starters. And, um, you know, if you, you get, this is where you get into the game where your depth can be an issue or an advantage or disadvantage, depending on if your backup is, is he good enough to, to maybe get a win if we bump up some weight classes, or is it good enough to not give up bonus points? So. Let's take a look at the final match that's going on over here uh, at 138 in Class B. Cody Everhart of Gretna and Jeff Hines of Omaha Scott are in one of those epic 0-0 matches and 50 seconds to go in this match. And it is Everhart of Gretna that is on bottom and he just about got out. As they stacked him up, they called stalemate and they restart here. And we have the makings of a... 0-0 overtime. We had one of those last week in the semifinals where Lewis of Franklin ended up 0-0 all the way to the ultimate tiebreaker and won the won the disc flip and was able to advance on and eventually win the state championship, Larry. So sometimes that disc flip, how about that? 
probably was what won him a state championship. I mean, besides all the great wrestling. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, there's many times there's, you know, we've tried really hard to get the disc flip out, but there's no other way to do it here. Yeah, well, and this one a little bit different, though. Usually at this point, it's a 1-1 match. Every overtime match, you see 99% of the time, they're 1-1. Both guys give up skate, but these guys are both really tough on top. And um, yeah, I got to favor Gretna a little bit in here. Just be late in the match, guys get slippery. And uh, what do we have here, a caution? Yeah, we have a caution on the start, and it is this. it has to be the third one, right, guys, to get a point on a caution? Oh, and then they got to cut him. Good gravy. It's two to nothing. Uh, so the caution, Hines had to give it up. So Everhart leads it two to nothing. If he walks his feet here, he's got a chance yeah, to hit this headlock, guys. He's got a headlock. It's tight, but it, he just doesn't quite have his hips or his hands in a locked right position. And time and is going to run out. So Gretna will get the win. Cody Everhart in a strange way. Just as strange as 0-0 deep in the match. Two nothing on the tech point, And then they had to cut him to try and take him down. Yeah, here we're talking about a disc flip. No, sir, that thing was decided. We're talking about a false start instead. That's uh, Unbelievable. That, that's a tough way to lose a match um, uh, from, from a coaching standpoint, from a wrestling standpoint. Those are just uh, mental mistakes and um, something that's easily correctable. Got a little time that we're killing here, and thankfully for the broadcast, they're going to forfeit the 145-pound match, and that will end our morning session here in the duels with the final score, Omaha Scott 39 and Gretna 24. 39 to 24 will be the final score, Omaha Scott over Gretna. So a quick recap, then we'll take a break and jump into A and D. Here's what happened in B. The top seed Bennington beat Scottsbluff 54 to 10. The four seed Plattsmouth over Adams Central 54 to 15. The three seed Blair falls to Columbus Scotus. Scotus wins at 52 to 23. And the two-seed Scott beats the seven-seed Gretna, 39-24. to 24. So at 3 o'clock in the semifinals, Bennington takes on Plattsmouth and Scott takes on Scotus. At noon in the consolation, Scott's Bluff will duel Adams Central and Gretna will duel Blair. In Class C, it was number one David City over Wilbur Claytonia, 66-10. The five-seed Battle Creek over the four-seed Central City, 51-27. It was the three-seed North Bend over Aquinas, 45-30. And it was the two-seed Ballantyne over Broken Bow, 51-22. So in the semifinals at three, David City and Battle Creek, obviously familiar with each other. And Ballantyne against North Bend, obviously not so familiar with each other. In the consolation matches at noon, Central City will battle Wibble Claytonia, and Broken Bow will take on Aquinas. We'll take a break and be back with more as we transition into the Class A and D state quarterfinals at the state duels here on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meat's freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service, Adams Corner Market. Hand Machining in Pleasanton is proud to sponsor the area wrestlers. Trust Hand Machining for whatever machining you need. Large jobs or small, Hand is your general machine shop in Pleasanton. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. 
Shop your hometown-affiliated food store, the Kennesaw Market in Kennesaw, where they offer great service and competitive prices on all your groceries, including dairy products, the freshest produce, and meats. It's all here at Kennesaw Market in Kennesaw, proud to support our area wrestlers. Citizens Bank in Loop City is a proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Citizens Bank appreciates your business. Best of luck to all the area athletes competing today. From all of us at Citizens Bank in Loop City, member FDIC. For all your custom slaughter and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats is proud of our youth and all their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. And welcome back to the UNK Health and Sports Center. We appreciate your patronage in the fourth annual state high school wrestling duels. Coverage again here on Platte River Radio. Today, the quarterfinals on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. The semifinals at 3 and the finals at 7 will switch to our sister station, Classic Hits 98.9. We will also be bringing you the high school basketball this afternoon. The Kearney High boys taking on Omaha Northwest in the A7 District semifinals. And that will begin at 5 o'clock. So we move on to A&D. And uh, Larry, you start, followed by Frank. Uh, what we saw from last week, Amherst is 3-for-3 three three in the state duels in Class D. They're the uh, uh, school that's been able to run the table like Scott, but uh, what do you see in D first off? Well, Amherst is vulnerable today, but we won't be able to talk about that until this afternoon. I actually see the 2-7 matchup, Doug, in Class D. Uh, Franklin uh, versus Sutton. Sutton's the 2-seed. Franklin's the 7. Uh, Franklin brings three medalists, one champ. Sutton's going to bring five medals and one champ. The Opens, I think Sutton's going to maybe have a little bit of an edge there, but Franklin is legit tough, and, and you could have an upset there with the seven. As you take a look at uh, what's going on in uh, Class A, Frank, you got to see a lot of those big matches at State last week. We got Carney in Grand Island, uh, the potential of them meeting in the semifinals. Yep, uh, like we talked about, they met regular season here at Carney High. Carney High got out early, jumped on them early, kind of steamrolled them, end up winning in that. Um, I don't see, I don't see any upsets here uh, in the first round. Class A could be wrong, but um, I think the favorites are going to come out here, and then uh, things will start to get interesting here in the semis later. And Larry, without as many Metro teams this year in the duels, you throw in Columbus, you throw in Norfolk getting in this year. I think it gives it a little bit different flavor. I mean, we all know that Omaha North came out here last year and tanked intentionally. They didn't bring their whole team. Some of the kids just decided their season was over, and that's what's bad for the sport. Uh, so hopefully we don't see that here today. Yeah, no question. I actually, that, that's why I said at the top, you know, the tournament as a whole, but I really see Class A, I think, is going to get good, and I think you got a chance to get that Tri-City matchup in the semis. And I think when that happens, Doug, this thing will look good today. So Kearney High will open things up here in Class A as they duel Norfolk. Grand Island will take on Millard West. 
Amherst is taking on High Plains, and Sutton takes on Franklin a lot to watch. And, of course, we're starting at 152 pounds. That was the uh, number drawn out at the uh, start of the day. So all of the quarterfinals start at 152. Then the next round, 160. The next round, 170. And for uh, Carney High, Trevor Bigelow, the 34-6 and six senior, will take on Caleb Licking of Norfolk. What a way to start, huh, guys? Yeah, this one's going to start off with a bang. Licking finalist, Trevor Bigelow, I think is a three-time uh, state medalist for Carney High. Two of their big guns right out of the chute here to start off at Class A. Yeah, Bigelow was third a week ago. Uh, you're exactly right. And licking your state champion uh, out of Norfolk as uh, he was able to pick up a huge, huge win over Fox of Omaha Burke in a great battle between those two that uh, licking won four to three. For Grand Island, they'll send Chris Doty out against Quassum of Millard West. Doty will be the favorite there. And for Franklin and Sutton. James Grease of Sutton has taken a 2-0 lead over Zach Frericks of Franklin. Colton Burke has taken a 2-0 lead for Amherst over Bryce Wilson of High Plains. And actually, just like that, Colton Burke with the fall for Amherst. So they're going to start it off uh, rolling here up a 6-0 lead, Amherst over High Plains. Yeah, and when we look at this, Doug, this Franklin-Sutton match, you know, you've got a situation here, two guys at 152 pounds that don't have big records, either one of them. In fact, Sutton doesn't have a true 52-pounder, so he's a bump up. They weighed in uh, a couple 38s and a, one, a 145. Greece has wrestled 45 all year, so they bump him up here. He leads six to nothing. Uh, so these are important. This is what I was talking about, where possibly the opens, how it was going to work. They weighed in enough guys to only maybe have one or two, and it'll depend on how the lineups work. Kaylin Klingelhofer will now take the mat for Amherst against Timothy Marvica of High Plains and is immediately getting in some work here and gets the takedown for a 2-0 lead. Same thing for Chris Doty and the Islanders uh, over in Class A there. Doty, a attorney state finalist from two years ago, uh, out with a quick 5-0 uh, lead there over Millard West. Yeah, Doty had a tough state tournament. He's state finalist as a junior, and as a senior, he comes back here and uh, gets sixth a week ago. So uh, see if he's ready to go today. Caleb Licking of Norfolk had the uh, first period takedown, and Bigelow got the escape, so he leads 2-1 to one as they go to the second period. Bigelow will be on bottom, and Licking just about had him turned. Yeah, Licking's doing a nice job on top there, running that arm bar, trying to used to get off to the side and focus on that wrist. But now, once he did get his hips off, he didn't keep pressure on. Bigelow got to his feet. But nice mat return uh, back trip by Licking there. So he's still in control of the minute left there in the second period. Yeah, Kalen Klingelhofer's going to get a pin here, Doug. There there it was. Boy, that was tough. Run him over with the double chicken wing and just kind of stuck old Timothy Marviqua in, in the, the torture chamber. Licking's got Bigelow in some trouble here. He ran that arm bar. Got a half Nelson. If he just adjusts, he's getting backs right now, but he's he's going to have to adjust his comeback chest to chest. This would be a big deal here if uh, Norfolk can get a pin here for one of uh, Carney High studs. I, I, I don't think a, a win is a surprise, but a pin, I think, would be. Boy, he's got him in tough shape. Yeah, that's Frank. tight. He's got the boots in. Grapevine. He's lifting. That's, that's tight if you're Trevor Bigelow. 20 seconds to go in that period. Bigelow trying to fight off his back. Bigelow's got a chance at now. Nice adjustment by licking there. 10 seconds and a pin. 
Wow. Lincoln gets the pin over Bigelow in 151 and a six-point lead. Yeah, that's three points you didn't think you were going to give up. Like you said, probably, you know, okay, going to lose that match, but not by six. Yeah, I, very impressive uh, with, with Licking there. Come out, one win in a spotlight matchup. First first match out of the shoot, but the patience he showed on top there, just settling his hips, getting chest to chest, good position, not getting rolled through, not getting in a hurry, and uh, it paid off there. State. Uh, State champion Jacob Klingelhofer takes the mat for Amherst against Kyle Stevens, one of the better wrestlers for High Plains at 39 and 8. Doty has a 7-0 lead for Grand Island. Now make it 10 to 1 as uh, they scramble here to go to the second period. 30 seconds to go. Doty is up 10 to 1 in his match. And also back down here in D, Zach Frerichs has stayed in the match here with James Grease of Franklin. It is now 8 to 2. Grease of Sutton leads Frericks in the match. Yeah, Doug, and not only is Kyle Stevens uh, a pretty good wrestler for High Plains, he's their only returning state medalist from a week ago. He was a fifth-place finisher last week. Uh, Klingelhofer's doing a great job here with him. He's taking him down and uh, just ridden the heck out of him. A minute left in the first period. Trey Gruby will take the bat for Carney High, the 22-11 junior against Hayden Rucker, a 23-10 senior from Norfolk. A good old GNAC battle here, and I doubt we'll be able to say that very much longer. These are the only uh, North Platte borderline, but uh, two of the Class A teams left in the GNAC, and we know that uh, both are looking to move elsewhere That with, with that not being a primarily, primarily Class A um, conference anymore is probably going to break up here in the near future. They'll still see each other a bunch, and maybe in the Heartland Athletic Conference. Yeah, maybe we'll get lucky and get them into the loop flat. That's making changes. <laughs> <laughs> Doty looking for a fall for the Islander. He's going to get a fall, or he's going to get a tech fall here shortly. He's up 13-1. Got him in backs. Double arm bar, actually. Yeah, and James Grease just pinned uh, from Sutton, just pinned Zach Franks from Franklin. This is a deal. As I said, you got a 7-2. Uh, there, Sutton just did what they needed to do. That was a coin flip match. Both guys had to bump in that situation where nobody had a 52-pounder, and you come out of it with six points. And it's going to be a tech fall over there for Chris Doty. He wins by a score of 15 to not 16 to one. Doty will win 16 to one and pick up five points for Grand Island on the tech fall. And here, Sutton's going to be open. Franklin's going to get a free six here. So there, now it's going to be 6-6, six to six, moving to 170 pounds. Oh, nice scramble on Class A between Rucker from Norfolk and Gruby from Kearney. Those guys are getting after it in the first period, but uh, Rucker trying to get the corner for the takedown, but uh, Gruby just able to get just enough of the stop sign up, and they're going 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, Rucker's going down here in the beginning of the second period. Yeah. I have another four-foot down here. Yeah, now they're just going to exchange them. It was going to be in these upper weights. It was going to depend on how it worked out. So Sutton's going to get one. So now it's 12 to 6 Sutton. Uh, there was going to be one spot in here, Doug, where I said in the, in the beginning how they were going to run those out. And then they're just going to start the battle. And I'm telling you, Sutton's got a great lineup. We saw what a great state tournament they had last year. But don't sleep on Franklin. They are tough, tough, tough. Tim Reese of Grand Island has now taken the mat against Matt Sorich of Millard West and Sorich, a 35 and 15 sophomore. Of course, 
Reese last week uh, representing uh, Grand Island down at the state tournament with a fifth place medal. Yeah, and Jacob Klingelhofer is rolling right now. He's up 5-0. Officials holding three back points. He's got a cradle. He's got the back points off of it. He's going to try to finish off of it. Yeah, he's not he's, in a great position. You see him. To he's looking here. over. He just was. He's got it locked up. He was looking over at Tyler. Tyler was telling him what to do, and he was talking back to him. They were discussing uh, how it is they want to take this thing over. Well, he's he's a good wrestlers are coachable, right? That's so you got exactly got to know right. where your coaches are at, what your position is. They did a nice job of, you know, sometimes it's truly a game of inches in this in this situation. Yeah, he just needs to readjust. Try and move his hands a little bit closer towards the head. Yeah, he's got too much of his chest committed there. Yep. Trent Christiancy of Franklin has just pinned Garrett Stone of Sutton in 24 seconds to tie that duel up 12-12 through four weight classes. So a big match for the Kearney High Bearcats. Gruby had a leg in, leg Turk, got three back points, and then gave up a reversal. So Groovy now leads 5-3. However, he's now in the bottom position with 16 seconds left. Reese of Grand Island has been taken down here with 30 seconds to go in the first period by Sorich of Millard West. Yeah, and state champion Jacob Klingelhofer just got a pin for the Broncos. So Amherst now has an 18-0 lead over High Plains Community. They've never pitched the shutout, have they, Larry? Uh, I know I it was 70-something so. to yeah. three or six in the and, first round and, last year. And they won't today ever because they're they're open at two weights. But this is kind of a fun matchup, High Plains and Amherst. You know, High Plains is Clark's, Cordville, uh, yep. that kind of bit. But the Herman family clearly is from Clark's. Um, uh, Mike Herman was the Manstead's assistant for all those years, ran the little kids program there for all those years. And Tyler was a state medalist for Clarks, won his state championship at Greeley when his dad started coaching there. So this is kind of a fun matchup uh, in, in that sense from the coaching perspective. Well, yeah, you talked about the wrestling uh, community being very familial. And, and uh, you know, the, every coach has, has their own kind of network, you know, former wrestlers that have wrestled for them and, and now are, are coaches. And that's what you see with Coach Herman and, and why he's done such a great job is because, you know, he had a great coach uh, in his own right, Coach Manstead. I remember wrestling at the Clark's Invite, uh, one of the, the toughest premier two-day tournaments in the state of Nebraska. And the great thing about that was you got to see everything, A, B, C, and D, all in the same building. Yeah, I always thought that was interesting. Not only that tournament was so amazing, but then Clark's would go wrestle in the Omaha North Invite every year. You know, it was just a fascinating bit. Well, we've got an interesting matchup down here at 220 pounds in the Franklin-Sutton duel. You've got a couple of young men that, we're not state qualifiers that are wrestling at 220. Stephen Kelly of Sutton and Nick Krause of Franklin. Well, I'm just going to tell you, old Nick Krause, they were telling him to put his headgear on, and they were over there buckling him up. I'm not saying he hasn't done this a whole bunch of times, but maybe he hasn't. <laughs> you know, I mean, they were getting him buckled up and telling him what to go out and do. Well, Owen 4 is a varsity wrestler this year, and so far neither one of the guys have done much here in the first 90 seconds. It's been a, a stalemate there. Back over to the Groovy match. He's now put in a 10 to 4 lead to start things going here in the third period. One minute to go. So, while Matt Sorich of Millard West has taken a 3 nothing lead over Tim Reese, but Reese has just gotten the takedown here in the second period to cut it to 3 2. Over here, Carney High, Norfolk. That's about the third double leg I've seen Groovy in on. And Carney uh, High is going, trying to get that major decision now. He's opened it up to 10 4. But uh, with 30 seconds left, he's got to get on his horse, get a takedown, and then a ride out, and he's not in a very good position. As Rucker goes for a 
kind of a twister cement mixer from out top, but not, not tight enough. Groovy oh, gets a nice go behind there. So now he's got the major. He's got to ride him for 20 seconds, but Rucker's head's on the mat, so that's indicative of somebody that's probably not going to get up. That's exactly right. You see, Carney will be able to coach. Oh, well, he did oh, get up. Groovy lets him go. 10 seconds left. The coaches are. Yeah, Ty's screaming at him to go, just not what the heck. That's oh. going to end up 12 5. Groovy's going to win, but instead of the extra team point, they'll win it by a score. Right there, and Ty, Ty Swarm is talking to every kid right now. One of the things, and not to say that all these guys don't, but that Carney High room is full of All-Americans and national champs. And at that level, you wrestle more duels than you do anything else. So it's a different mentality. Those coaches have wrestled in those duels. They understand how major decisions, and I'm not saying these other coaches don't, but it's a little different when you have all that college mentality that's in that room and on that bench. Yeah, there, there, there can be a difference there. And, and uh, you know, there's... A, Nothing like the mind of a high school male. You know, sometimes you, you don't know where they're at, and it's it, it, but it is. It's easy. It's it's uh, a high pressure situation out there, and it's easy to lose track of where you're at and what the points are. But it never hurts to remind them what's going on. Tim Reese of Grand Island will take bottom to start the third period. He gets the escape, so he's tied with Zorik of Miller West three three. But Zorik is in on a shot here with a minute twenty to go in the match, tied at three. Yeah. Class D here, Colt Eggie from Amherst is trailing Peyton Stevens uh, five to one here. About a minute and a half left in the second period. Uh, Eggie just hasn't been able to get anything going. In the Kelly Kraus match, Kelly is now leading it by a score of two to one, and we get the escape. So that is going to tie things up two to two with a minute to go in the second period between Krause of Franklin and Kelly of Sutton. Sutton leading at 18 to 12 as the 220 pounders wrestler. We started at 152. Amherst has won their first three matches by pin. Got a nice scramble situation over in Class A with Grand Island and uh, Millard West. Tim Reese hit a nice, nice reshot, low single, comes up from the underneath, comes out the back door. Gets two with 20 seconds left to take a 5-3 lead there for the Islanders. Yeah, that was really slick. He did a great job on his finish. Tyler Tracy on his back here for Carney against the favored Connor Neal of Norfolk. Got him near side, cradled up with 40 seconds to go in the first period. That should be a pin. Gosh, it's important here. Carney, you know, Carney in this thing brings eight medals into this duel from a week ago where Norfolk only four. That, that major decision a little bit ago with the way this is going, this thing could be tighter than you want it to be. Yeah, if you're Carney High, you, you got to be a little bit, a uh, little bit worried at this point, and maybe, maybe they're in a situation where you know their guys had such an amazing round that last day that maybe they're primed for letdown, taking things easy here in their own backyard. So uh, we'll see what they can do for the rest of this duel. Tracy does get pinned in 131, so Norfolk. Gets two of the first three wins by pin. They're up 12-3. to three. And Tim Reese of Grand Island has held on for a 5-3 victory over Sorich of Millard West. So Grand Island has now won the first two matches, and they are up by a score of 8 to nothing. It is still 5-1 Eggie Trails here in the uh, Class D match for the Amherst Broncos. And to start the third period, trailing 5-1, to one, he will be on top. Right, uh, Larry? Yes. So they, as we've said, we said it all last week, tough on top. And it looks like we are done down here in the 
220-pound match. A pin for Kelly of Sutton. And then it looks like we get another forfeit. So it's 30-12, to 12, Sutton leading Franklin. Yeah, now Franklin's going to have to get it going. Their hammers are coming. but Another big move for Norfolk to start off the match. Alex Thompson with that uh, pancake headlock. He's going to get two and two back points. So he's up 4-1 over Leo Paloma of Kearney High in the first period. Grand Island has sent out Alex Darris against Doug Vonner, a 32-11 junior of Millard West, and Millard West will be favored in this match. Darris, just a freshman, wrestling at 7-7, seven and, seven and fighting through the first minute here. Still fighting. They might go on the edge of the mat and have to restart with 50 seconds to go now. Circles back in Darris as Vonner was in on a single but just couldn't finish it. Now it's 8-1 to one down here as High Plains has been able to Pick up three more points on the escape and takedown for Peyton Stevens, leading Cole Eggie of Amherst with 50 seconds to go in the match. Yeah, Doug, and in that match, it's not a, it's not necessarily that uh, Stevens has been great. Eggie just hasn't been able to really get anything going in that thing. Lee Carlson of Sutton is taking on Alex Felzine of Franklin. Carlson with the takedown, Felzine with the escape. Two to one in the first minute of that match. Yeah, and Sutton's looked good here today, Doug. Very aggressive, really getting after it. Franklin hasn't looked as uh, uh, on fire as they had been the previous two weeks through the district and the state tournament. Looks like, looks like we're going to wrestle a takedown over here for Doug Vonner of Millard West, finally, over Darris of Grand Island. So he's up 2-0 as they come to the end of the first period. And Paloma hits a move here, Frank. Paloma's looking for backs there. This would be huge for Carney High, but there's not going to be enough time left. But but there's, there's a lot of action that first period, so that's just the end of the first period. Paloma's going to go up 8-5. Nice five-point move, taking uh, Thompson to his back, the 31-12 and 12 senior. And for Paloma last week for Carney, he wrestled at 182 and finished in fourth place at the state meet. Yeah, and in that uh, Alex, Fels, Alex Felzine from Franklin, trails now Lee Carlson seven to one and that is at 106 pounds so the state champion Ignacio Rivera must be bumping up to 113 for Sutton as he's not out there now just a minute ago we see High Plains get on the board with their first win Stevens over Eggy down in class D yeah now uh, state finalist from a week ago Dane Bogard from Amherst wrestling John Dvorak from High Plains community of course, Aggie, or excuse me, Bogard, one of the best stories of the week. Uh, uh, kid that, of course, as we know, stayed home last year, the only guy on the team, and committed himself to a tremendous offseason and just worked incredibly hard through the season and not only earned a medal but was able to uh, earn himself a trip in the parade. And you talked about uh, bumping Rivera down there for Sutton. He'll end up getting Drew Gusick, who was a medalist for Franklin. That's the classic, well, we're going to get six. Uh, at 106, and they'll probably get six even over a state medalist in Gusick here. So instead of splitting six and six, it might be just enough to give Sutton the duel. Well, and you send Carlson out, who's a tough kid, and he leads 7-1 at six. So if you can, you know, negate the thing at 13 and still win at six, holy cow. You got bullets in your gun some of us didn't know you had. Palomo gives up the escape down there in the second period, but he still leads eight to six. It was 8-5 to five after the first period. We've wrestled 90 seconds here in the second and only the escape point 
for Palomo of Carney, who's in on a single here. Not a very strong. Well, what do you think, Frank? Is it a very strong single? Uh, he started off with a nice shot, good position, but uh, uh, Thompson just did a nice job squaring his hips up, keeping his laces down on the mat, as they say, and sliding away and breaking the lock. Well, right now, Darris of Grand Island in that kind of classic don't-get-pinned match against Doug Votter of Millard West. Votter leads 5-0, a minute to go in the second period on the restart. And Dame Bogard leads 2-0 here, Doug. He's on top, only 25 seconds left. He's got a double chicken wing. He's running it across. I think he's going to get the pin, Doug. 19 seconds left in the first period. There it is. So Dane Bogard, a pin in 143 for Amherst, and they're now up 24-4, heading to 220 pounds. They're at the end of the second period. Leo Paloma of Kearney with an 8-6 lead. It looks like there might be a little blood time here that they're looking at as they start the third. Fodder going for uh, back points down there in Class A, but got a little impatient. He had an head chancery position. Looked like he was going to get it, but uh, Darius was able to scramble out of it. 5-1 for Vodder here into the second period. Looks like we might have some blood time down here on Class A between Palomo and North Fork here. Yeah, with Amherst and High Plains, neither one of them had a 195-pounder. And now uh, at heavyweight, High Plains is not going to send anybody out, so there will be a forfeit there. That'll make it 30-4, to four, moving to 106 pounds. Now back over in the Carney High match, Paloma of Carney leading 8-6. to We'll take bottom to start the third. Alex Thompson of Norfolk looking for a way to get something going here as he had the early lead in his match. Yeah, big, big match here for, for both teams. If Norfolk can, can keep their momentum going, um, and then for Carney High, Leo Palumbo's got to stop the bleeding here and get some more points on the board for him. As he gets his escape, now he's up 9-6 with a minute 30. But the way these guys would be, are rolling right now, nothing would surprise me. Yeah, and Alex, uh, Alec Carlson, Lee Carlson, excuse me, just pinned Alec Felzine. So that really worked out for Sutton. Sutton now leads 36-12. to 12. Uh, here my big upset call looks like that thing is done. But you do have a huge matchup here. A couple state medalists, um, state champion uh, in Ignacio Rivera from 106 pounds. He's bumped up to 113 here to wrestle Drew Gusick, um, uh, who was in the semis last week. Really tough wrestler. Hard to wrestle because he's incredibly long. Dan Palomo is going to get the points here with a reversal for Carney to take an 11-6 lead with 40 seconds to go in his match. And over there in the Vonner match for Grand Island with Darris. Now Darris is in some trouble. He has been turned with a minute to go in the match. He's had a warning for stalling on Palomo there. And we will get a pin. Vonner eventually does get the pin over Darris at the 4.54 mark. So Grand Island uh, falls by pin. Oh, Joy Morrison just stood up and... Uh, Pulled his pants up, and that was a big sigh. That was a, oh, no. Here, gee, many crickets. <laughs> There's times you don't have to wonder what Joey's thinking. That's right. So Millard West is on the board through three matches. Grand Island leads it 8-6, to six, and Palomo working again. Gives the escape, gets the takedown, and Leo Paloma is going to win this match for Carney High. 13-7, to seven, trying to get a late turn here, but not going to happen. Palomo will win it. 13-7 for the Bearcats, and Carney will now get three more points. Norfolk leads it 12-6 through four matches. Yeah, we see 
a headlock in. Palomo just doing a nice job ducking under it, getting getting the W. That's the important thing for the Bearcats at this juncture. Yeah, and Drew Gusick, fifth place a week ago, as we said, wrestling Ignacio Rivera, 106-pound state champ, and Rivera's just having his way with him. 4 nothing now. There are at least two back points coming, I think, unless they were just single one counts. He's got a wing in, got an arm good. Yeah, he's Ignacio Rivera's doing a good job. You know, Doug, he's a great story. He's a kid. He stayed small, 106 pounds, the senior. You know, he'd won other medals, but he'd really worked hard and worked hard. He wasn't always great, but he always had great uh, work ethic and things like that and uh, earned himself uh, the medal that he wanted last week. And it's a nice challenge for these kids, another opportunity to, to kind of prove yourself, go up a weight class and, and still prove that you're the man or at least have bragging rights in some capacity. So, Andy Mason of Kearney High will now take the mat for the Bearcats at 195 against 37-9 sophomore Matt Montgomery of Norfolk. And Mason is in on an early shot. He'll get the takedown and ride him off the edge of the mat. Hunter Cobb of Amherst here in Class D taking on an outstanding freshman in Logan Russell of High Plains. Russell up by a score of five to nothing as they start the second period, and there's a takedown for Russell to make it seven to nothing. Ignacio Rivera leading at Drew Gusick of Franklin, four nothing, and now six nothing with a pin combination here, Larry. It looks like he's going to get it. Yeah, he's in great shape. Minute 40, they are, I mean, Ignacio Rivera is pretty lethal in these spots. Most guys don't get off, but Gusick is long and very bendy. And as uh, Coach Kuchera said a little bit ago, that's a hard guy to pin. Does pick up a couple of points, but... Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. At Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, and McCabe. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare plans. Best of luck, wrestlers. He's in trouble here, I think. Best of luck, wrestlers, from Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. Find a New Tech Seed dealer in your area. Proud to support our area wrestlers over Cobb and gets six points on the board for High Plains. Amherst leads at 30 to 10 as they go to 113. Remember 145 will be the end of uh, this portion of the duel as we started at 145 oh. pounds. Yeah, I was just going to say I was excited we we're going to be able to watch Trace Bosch for Amherst. He's an absolute fire plug. Never stops. He runs out there and as I was going to say that First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Klingelhofer Well Drilling in Amherst would like to take this time to wish the area wrestlers the best of luck. Klingelhofer is a very proud supporter of high school athletics and academics. Try hard, do your best, and that makes you a winner on and off the mat. Good luck, Amherst wrestlers and coaches from Klingelhofer Well Drilling. 
Ravenna Sanitation's dependable quality service is perfect for your home or business anywhere in Buffalo County. Find us in the Pleasanton phone book. Good luck to all our area wrestlers from Ravenna Sanitation. The Exchange Bank of Given for all you need in banking, checking, savings, and loans. Small town banking at its best. Best of luck, wrestlers, from the Exchange Bank in Given, member FDIC. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods, your own hometown party supplies, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, wrestlers. 30 to 18 as they went to 113 pounds. Dan Braden comes in from Amherst, just goes out and gets a pin there in about 27 seconds. There's six more for the Broncos. And they have officially moved on after that 27-second pin. Rivera has not pinned Gusick. Give Gusick props here. He's fought off his back a couple of times, even though he trails 11-2. to two. Yeah, and he chose top, Doug. He, uh, and the coaches were giving it to him pretty hard. He chose top where he wanted to be in the third period. He got two more back points there, 11-4. to four. He just needs to get them boots in and just keep this. You know, sometimes you can get on a roll here and Damn. wrap some up. Well, Back to class. Go ahead, Frank. I was just going to say, Gusick, no stranger to success, you know. So he's got some pride here. He wants to show what he's got on top. Andy Mason on top in class A. Gets the fall for the Bearcats. He was only leading 5-1 to one at that point. So there you go. Get a little momentum going for Carney High. Yeah, a win good. in 3-31 for Andy Mason. That'll tie the duel at 12-12. Mason got the escape. Uh, midway through that second period, got the quick takedown and really a quick turn there of Montgomery of Norfolk. So that'll tie it at 12-12, going to the 220-pound match here for the Bearcats. For Grand Island, Joey Rodriguez in a battle with Sterling Leach of Millard West. Currently leads it 6-4 as they go to the third period. Yeah, Peyton Cumston has come out for Amherst at 132 wrestling. Tyson Fate from High Plains, had kind of an interesting career. He's a senior, was a state runner-up as a, as a sophomore. Didn't place as a junior or a senior coming back. Uh, so very good wrestler here, has walked in the parade. This really should be a pretty good match. We need to take a break from the state wrestling duels here on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. We'll keep you updated. We have live coverage throughout the end of this round. Then we'll give you some reports until the semifinals at 3, which will air on Classic Hits, and the finals at 7. We'll take a break back with more live wrestling in A&D right after this. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dents and door dings, auto glass replacement, Unicure spray baking booth that simulates a factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality baked finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden. This broadcast is made possible by Clipper Publishing. Remember to read about our local athletes' accomplishments in the next issue of The Given Reporter, The Shelton Clipper, and The Wood River Sunbeam, or online at clipperpub.com. Golden Harvest brand offers some of the highest-yielding corn hybrids of any seed company in the area, and they're protected by the most advanced trait technology in the industry. So talk to Brent Woodman in Kennesaw today. Best of luck, wrestlers, from Brent and Sarah Woodman of Kennesaw. The Bank of Bertrand thanks you for your business and welcomes you to this sports broadcast. The Bank of Bertrand is your full-service hometown bank and invites you to stop in and see them for all your banking, from commercial to personal. The Bank of Bertrand, member FDIC. Best of luck to all the area athletes. 
CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Office equipment, supplies, and service. That's what LaserTech of Nebraska offers you. LaserTech, putting the serve back in service. Doing what can't be done every day and the impossible with two days notice. LaserTech in sunny downtown Shelton. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They've been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. Good luck, wrestlers. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and surrounding areas rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. Best of luck at state to all the wrestlers and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker and Frank Cuchera back at the UNK Health and Sports Center for the fourth consecutive year. The Nebraska State High School dual championships are going on. And let's update you on where we are at. In classes B and C, their quarterfinals uh, took place earlier today. And no major surprises, just a couple of the lower seeds winning. In class C, David City over Wilbur Claytonia, 66-10. Battle Creek over Central City, 51-27. North Bend over Aquinas, 45-30. And Valentine over Broken Bow, 51-22. If you lose in this first round, you will come back at noon in the consolation semifinal. So that's where Central City will duel Wilbur Claytonia and Broken Bow will duel Aquinas. Then the semifinals at three, David City will take on Battle Creek, and Valentine will take on North Bend. In Class B, it was Bennington over Scotts Bluff, 54-10. Plattsmouth over Adams Central, 54-15. Columbus Scotus did knock off Blair, 52-23. And Omaha Scott beat Gretna, 39-24. So in the consolation, Adams Central will duel Scotts Bluff, and Blair will duel Gretna in the semifinals. Plattsmouth against Bennington, and SCOTUS against Omaha Scott. Let's catch up on what's going on here in classes A and D. Sean Jackson on the mat here for Carney High. But, uh, Frank, what are you seeing? Uh, Larry, you called it down in class D. When it comes to the Amherst and Fate of High Plains, we got a barn burner uh, just to catch up. Fate got an escape to go up 2-0, then Cumston right in on a double leg to go tie it up, and then a reversal by Cumston. And then we had a locked hands call. I'm sorry, reversal by Fate. Then we had a locked hands call. So now Fate's up 4-3. to three. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. Somebody's uh, got yes, red fate, socks on. And Fate's up 4-3. Yeah. to three. Yeah, That's what I'm seeing. It's the yeah, red, I saw the red the socks thing. threw me off there. And they'll go to the third period with that score in Class A. Sean Jackson, the sophomore out of Kearney, trailing 5-0 to the 36-8 senior Dominic Carr of Norfolk for Grand Island. Uh, they have picked up another win out there from Joey Rodriguez, but it was just a decision, so he they lead 11-6, to six, and now Sam Sims takes on Zach Sorich, and the Sorich will be the huge favorite in this one, a 28-5 and five senior over the freshman uh, of Grand Island. For Sutton, it was Kleinschmidt pinning Gruby of Franklin, and they're now up 45-18, to 18 with uh, three matches to go in that duel. Now it's Toby Shoneman of Franklin against Chandler Stone of Sutton. Nice job by Cumpson from Amherst there. Did a nice job showing patience, just fighting hands on bottom, making sure he had hand control, and then finally got to his feet. Got out, tied it up now with a minute and a half left in this match. Could be a barn burner. You know, one interesting thing I think we'll see today 
in the semis in Class D as Amherst has rolled this up, and I think uh, Burwell is as well. Of course, Luke Gideon, you know, first of all, that is state champion, state runner-up in the team from last week. But Luke Gideon, the uh, head coach and uh, Burwell alum, his son is the 106-pounder. Evan Gideon, who was a state runner-up for Burwell and the son of Luke, is one of the assistant coaches for Amherst. So that will be kind of fun to uh, see that happen today in the, in the semifinals. They're still all tied up, 4-4 down there. And B between, or pardon me, D, Amherst and High Plains, 45 seconds left. Andy Mason trailing 5-1 to one as they go to the third period. And 2 to nothing, Sorich leading Grand Island, Sam Sims. And Chandler Stone from Sutton uh, has got a 5-1 lead over Toby Schuneman right now with Franklin uh, in the second period. And we're going to start on our feet. Cumston and Fate down to 25 seconds to go, and there's a shot. Beautiful duck under that by Cumston. Nice. It's always, you know you hit it perfect when the guy just falls down. Yeah, fate literally just fell there. Fate got too comfortable. He had wrist control, and Cumpson used that wrist against him and hit that far side duck under, and he just fell flat on his face. Six seconds left. Beautiful way to end the match for Cumpson and Amherst. Yeah, so that was a great technique. Peyton Cumpson wins it over Fate of High Plains by a score of 6-4. to four. That'll make it 51-10 to 10 with two weight classes to go in that Class D quarterfinal. Good match. Good call, Larry. You've, you've watched Wrestling this before, haven't you? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sean Jackson trying to make something happen over there in the Class A match. Got an escape. Takes his shot. Gets thrown down, but they call him out of bounds, so no takedown. He's down 5-2 to two with 30 seconds to go in the match. It was funny how one point makes a difference. At 5-1, to one, you say, Jackson, okay, now you're, you're, on, you're on major decision territory. Just don't don't get out of control. Don't don't lose a major decision. Now it's 5-2. Now, yeah, maybe if we get a takedown here, it's 5-4. That's right. That's right. And just like that, oh. Well, that was close. And in fact, if he commits to that, I think he takes him to his back. Almost had feet to back for, for Jackson there. But nice, nice athleticism by uh, Norfolk to recover. And uh, time's going to run out here. Norfolk is up 5-2. So Sean Jackson will fall 5-2. Sam Sims of Grand Island. He's still battling. Uh, it is four to nothing. Zach Sorich, the 28 and five senior, against the one and eight freshman, and it's only four to nothing as they go to the third period, and they will start on their feet. So Sims just trying to survive. We had a forfeit down here by Amherst at 138. So High Plains picks up six, and it'll be Dawson Trampy of the Broncos taking on Chris Kelly of High Plains. A huge advantage here for Amherst in the final match of that duel. Chandler Stone of Sutton, a 7-1 lead over Toby Schuteman, and now finishes it with a pin at the 3.36 mark. Yeah, Doug, and this would be big for the Islanders here. Zorich was a fourth-place finisher at the state meet a week ago, so you send uh, your guy out trying not to give up bonus, and here it is, 4-0, the match is within striking distance. Yes, but Sam Sims, a freshman, at, listed at 1-8. I'm not sure if that's accurate or not, but he's wrestling well above that right now. And, Larry, I want to point you down here to this Burwell-Sutherland mat. We're at 126, where Sutherland will be favored, and it's 27-21 Burwell in the team race, and Burwell's big guns are done. done. I was just They're the big boys. That. Their yes. big guns are done, so I'm not positive what Sutherland can get out here, but if they win this one here, and a pin would tie it, and I wouldn't put that out of the realm, but you got a couple of freshmen 
Um, McBride of Burwell that's just below 500, and White of Sutherland that's 26 and 18. So if Sutherland can win this, it's going to go down to the wire maybe. You're exactly right, Doug. Here a minute ago, I thought it looked like they were going to take care of things, but in a duel like that, six points, a couple of those, boy, that goes fast. Six and six is like 14, I think, or something. Somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's big. It's a big that, deal. That's right. Lee Harrington of Kearney has now taken the mat for uh, the Kearney High Bearcats at heavyweight, a fifth-place medalist last week against the freshman Connor Cowling of Norfolk. Chance here for Harrington to make some hay, but again, where you just will have the eye test, Lee's not 285. The Norfolk kid is way closer to 285 than Lee is. Yep. Yeah, what you hope is you can just get all that fat to fall down. Lee Harrington's got double unders, but the Norfolk wrestler, Connor Callian, is not afraid of those double overs there. Looked like Harrington was actually thinking about going for a ride there, but they're still in that position. So uh, I don't know if we're going to go to the distance. And this one is Harrington. I'm not sure if Harrington got a bear hug or Callian went for the double overs, but... Regardless, Harrington ended up on top. You got to pin him right He's gonna here. He's going to get a fall here. This would be big for Carney High. There it is. There's a fall at heavyweight for Lee Harrington. 143, Lee Harrington with the pin. And Carney now will take the lead in the duels 18 to 15 as we rotate back to 106. Again, we started at 152, so 145 will be the stopping point. Dawson Trampy is now in charge 9-0 early in the second period for Amherst over Chris Kelly of High Plains. And down there for Grand Island, how about it for Zach Sorich and Sims? It ended 4-0. Sam Sims only gets beat 4-0, and that is huge for the Islanders. Yeah, that's a big deal. And then finally down here, you've got the state champion Brody Lewis of Franklin. 44-2 junior against Armando Oshner, the state qualifier for Sutton that did go 0-2 at state but made it down there for the Mustangs. Yeah, and many times it always looks like you have a chance against Brody Lewis, but the problem is you just can't finish on him. Uh, he's a kid that's just incredibly hard to finish on, stays in good position. So many times you think you got a shot and you don't. You know, he's won two state championships now as a junior. Very, very technically sound. Well, back down here to this Burwell-Sutherland match, uh, where I was saying White kind of needed to win, it would be the slight favorite. He actually now trails 3 to nothing to McBride of Burwell. For Grand Island in uh, their heavyweight match, of course, they're going to send out Brett Garcia, or 220-pound match, excuse me, Brett Garcia, the 19-5 senior against 17-14 junior Alexander Ducart of Millard West. They're already sending out the little guys out here on the other Class A matchup, Carney High and Norfolk. Salvador Aguirre is out to a 2-0 lead. Salvador uh, didn't make the trip last week, one of their two wrestlers that didn't make it. And he's uh, he acts like he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, had a nice double leg finish, and uh, we're back in on another double here. So right here is where you're going to see uh, Carney High kind of hitting their stride, hitting some of their tougher weights. Yeah. And Aguirre's 24-9. Uh, he's a kid that probably should have made it. We've seen him wrestle. We've seen him wrestle a in the duels, we saw him do well at the Carney High invite, and that was kind of a surprise last week that he did not make it for the Bearcats. Yeah, beat, beat a lot of quality kids during the year. Um, I always got a cradle locked up looking for a fall here. And there it is, six points for Carney High. So two first period pins in a row, and that changes the look of a duel in a hurry, doesn't it, boys? Yep, Amherst is done, Doug. They're shaking hands. It's going to be a 57-16 win 
on to the semifinals. And the hug between Tyler Herman and... That is a nice because that's it. They'll never compete against each other again, and that's really nice uh, to see, that's for sure. Tyler's very well respected, and then Dad comes in there too. You know, you don't know what Mike's future will be, if he'll hook on with another program or if he too will be done. Now that's a good picture there. Hopefully somebody captured that, Coach Manstead and uh, both of the Hermans. So our first Class D match is officially in the books. 57 to 16, as Larry said, Amherst over High Plains. So High Plains will come right back and take on the Burwell Sutherland loser, and Amherst will get the winner of that at 3 o'clock. And again, the semifinals at 3, the finals at 7 will be on Classic Hits 98.9. You know, so far we haven't had to worry about any injuries, but in case we do, see New West trainer Scott Kratzer out there walking around the mat with the rest of his crew. Yeah, he doesn't look near as uh, spelt as he has in the past. I can't <laughs> wait to tell him. Uh, he, he, he'll, still, he'll still tangle it up with you. That's right. I'm going to tell him you said that. <laughs> Matthew Sweet now is on the mat for Franklin against Brett Simonson of Sutton. And uh, Franklin did get the win there, obviously, with the Brody Lewis. 51-23 going into the uh, final mat of that Class D duel. Philip Mumi now on the mat for the Carney High Bearcats. Mumi with the uh, interesting run last week. He lost in the first round at State and wrestled all the way back to capture fifth. And he takes on Brian Reyna, a freshman out of Norfolk. Mumi should be the favorite here. And he gets the takedown. Brett Garcia for Grand Island. Now a 4-0 lead over Alex Ducard of Millard West with a minute to go in the second period. Yeah, on paper you see a couple of freshmen in the matchup there between Norfolk and Carney, but Philip Mumi is not your average freshman, does a ton of work in the offseason, wrestles, travels a lot, gets in a lot of extra mat time, and uh, you saw it, he showed up last week with a, with a fifth place finish, I believe, yeah, fifth. state tournament, So, and in a very tough competitive weight class. Yeah, no, he's, he's very, very tough. He's running an arm bar right now. He might not get it this time, but I bet he gets it in the second period. He's going to get some back points out of it. Mumi looks like, as you said, he'll run out of time, but Mumi's going to have a 5-0 lead as they go to the second period. Carney currently leading the duel against Norfolk after getting back-to-back -back pins, 24-15. Grand Island leading their duel 11-9 yeah, over Millard West, but Garcia has turned Ducart trying to get a pin with just 10 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, it's big. You're only up 11-9 in this duel, and you got your state champ coming right after this. This would be... Big points to put in the tank, and Garcia gets it done. Gets it done right at the horn. Right at now, zero. Millard like, West Millard gonna, West's going to check at the table. They're, they're going to check at the table. Philip Moomy just got his boys, and there will be no question about the time. There's a minute 48 left. That's big six for the Bearcats there. So, Philip Moomy gets the pin in 2-12, and that's three straight pins for Carney High to go up 30 to 15. They will count the uh, pin for Brett Garcia in two minutes. So now Grand Island's up 17 to nine as they go to the heavyweight who didn't get to wrestle on Saturday in one of the unusual moments of the state tournament. Might've been the first time I've ever seen that a semifinal match it ended unfortunately the Columbus wrestler uh, getting dropped uh, on, on his head and neck area called it illegal slam. Won the match by default that way, but wasn't able to continue because of concussion protocol. Yeah, the only other one I can think of was Rikes from McCook. 
came here. I think he played football here at Kearney. Of course, dad, you know, uncle uh, uh, Dom, the head coach at Ravenna. Uncle was an All-American here at Kearney. Um, but I remember when he won his second, I believe, state championship, it was a forfeit. I, like you, have not seen that very many times. So we've got uh, 120-pounders out here for Norfolk and Kearney High and Class A. Jordan Bober, another one of the kids that, as a senior, didn't make it for the state tournament last week. And uh, Dylan Gray, also a senior, 15 and 13 for Norfolk. And Dylan Gray, I believe that's a coach's son. And by the way, guys, Marshall did not wrestle. Uh, uh, he did wrestle for Columbus today at 285, and he won his match 11 to 5, so he was cleared and he is back. Yeah, you saw him on the medal stand. He didn't look very happy about things, you know, uh, and you can completely understand that to have that. Uh, and for the right things, I'm not saying anything was done wrong, but have that taken from you in that way, you're a competitor. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Yeah, it's, you know, some things are just out of your control. And, and uh, you know, as the saying goes now, when in doubt, sit them out. So, you know, you got to err on the side of caution, and that's fine. And, and I, I believe he's a junior. He'll be back. And it's, it's hard as a, as a young man out there. I want to get back down to uh, Class D. We have finished things off in the uh, Sutton-Franklin duel. 51 to 29, Sutton is able to defeat the uh, Franklin Flyers, and Sutton will take on the Elkhorn Valley Creighton winner. And right now, Elkhorn Valley leading Creighton 30 to 24, still up in the air in uh, that duel. Now it's tied 30 to 30 as they go to 132 pounds. So a pin there for Creighton to advance on. Burwell leading Sutherland 30 to 21 in uh, their match. So, as I said, Doug, I, I, at the beginning of this, I thought that uh, Sutton had come out and win somewhere <laughs> around 20. <laughs> how that would go. I'll, I'll throw this out because this is the politically incorrect thing to say with this concussion protocol. You're a high school kid, and you look at the doctor and go, how much more of a concussion can I get? I mean, that, as a youngster, you're thinking, I've got a chance to go wrestle for a state championship. How much more hurt can I get? And, of course, high school kids don't know most of them, uh, all of that that's going out there. It's not like you're going out with a broken leg or a torn ACL or, or on the verge of that where you can kind of understand it. It's a much tougher situation in, in that deal. Like, uh, my eyes are open. I'm awake. I know where I'm at. Um, well, it's and maybe that wasn't the case. Well, no, the thing is, it's tough. I, I think in what you're saying, it's tough for the kid to understand. Right. But uh, as coaches, um, if I have any question uh, you're going to come sit with me, and and it's just a simple deal of your parents have entrusted uh, the greatest gift the Lord ever gave them in you to me in this situation, and I'm not I'm not going to take that chance. And it is hard to get that kid to understand. I can't even imagine how um, outside of myself I would be if that opportunity. Imagine before your national finals match if they just said, "Sorry, Frank," and oh, I feel fine. No, I'm sorry, Frank. You don't get it. I mean, geez, that'd be terrible, but. It is the right thing. Yeah, concussions are one of those things where, you know, unfortunately you don't know what you don't know. And, uh, you know, as a coach, you know, you got to use that as motivation. You know, hopefully they're an underclassman. They can come back. You know, this is your opportunity. You know what you're capable of. Use that for your favor to, to, to move forward from here. That's the one thing about Cy Marshall for Columbus. He was a junior, so he does have another year to go. Let's get back to the action. Jordan Bober of Kearney has a slim 2-0 lead as they start the second period, and Bober will choose bottom, trying to get out of there, and it looks like they'll come off the edge of the mat and not award the escape, so Bober will take bottom again. Gage Grinnell 
at heavyweight for Grand Island. Has a 5-2 lead over Derek Bithel of Millard West with 30 seconds to go in the second period with Grinnell riding top now that he gets the takedown to go up 7-2. Yeah, look at Jordan Bober this year and, and throughout his career. He's, he's a kid that's been as talented um, as anybody that I've ever seen at times. He was just a, you know, a victim of a um, not his best performance at districts, but also a very, very, very tough weight class as well in that uh, district tournament. So he's up 2-0 here, a minute 10 left um, in the second period. Well, the D matches for our two backyard teams here, well, three, Franklin versus Sutton and Amherst uh, are in the book. Amherst and Sutton, the top two seeds in the tournament, have advanced on. And now uh, Bobert's got back points rolling. A little unorthodox here. Looks, I'm not sure how they got here. He's got a ball and chain, but he had his own leg yeah. intertwined in there. But uh, good awareness by Bober, uh, knowing that he had enough control for the tilt, and uh, he got it. You're listening to KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, home of the Nebraska State Wrestling Duels, bringing you uh, quarterfinal, semifinal, and final coverage. We will keep you updated on the consolation rounds throughout the afternoon. And right now, Carney and Grand Island continuing to battle. They keep this uh, going. They will meet in the semifinals at 3 o'clock, which is always good theater. Grand Island leading Millard West 17-9. And Gage Grinnell in control of the heavyweight match 9-2 now with the wrestlers on their feet in the third period. Carney leads Norfolk 30-15. And Jordan Bober now has a 7-0 lead over Dylan Gray as they go to the third period. Yeah, big swing for Bober there. He went reversal, then three back points, so a five-point swing, and then a stall warning that looked like against Norfolk from the bottom position. Yeah, Bober's a tough kid. He's one of those kids that'll just keep coming and pounding and pounding, kind of a one-speed guy. You're starting to see more and more of those guys in that Kearney program. And like for myself, you see a lot of uh, Hagen. You know, that's how he wrestled. He was a goer and a pounder and just the meanest sucker you ever met in your life. And you're starting to see that in, in, in some of those smaller guys. Charbonneau wrestled the exact same way. Trevor was just a pounder. And that's where you're starting to see that. You know, in answering Doug's question earlier, you know, how do you take that next step? Well, when you start seeing your coaches represented in your kids and your coaches are those guys, you're in pretty good shape. Had a big moment down here in the Burwell-Sutherland match. This was tied 4-4 towards the end of the second period. And Foster of Sutherland pins Wilson of Burwell. And so now Burwell with a 30-27 lead with two matches to go here at 38 and at 45. So it's still anybody's duel down here between the four or five seeds in Class D. Yeah, in college you'd worry about this ending uh, maybe in a tie or or, or something. This, this thing, there will be bonus in, in, in one of these last ones, I think. Well, and you've got a situation here again. Two non-state qualifiers. Uh, Bodie Jensen of Burwell, 15 and 17 freshman, against another freshman in Riley Frederick of Sutherland. Gage Grinnell from Grand Island picking up a nice bonus point win there for the heavyweight category. Did a nice low single there uh, for another takedown at the end. He's going to win 11 to 2 for the Islanders. Yeah, Millard West. I mean, th this was going to be a tough matchup. You know, you go six medals to four from last week. Each one of them had a champ, uh, but Grand Island's done a pretty good job to separate here. Uh, it was so back and forth, and Grand Island now is separated to where they've given themselves a little bit of breathing room. Now we go to the little guys, back up to 106. Again, we reiterate that we started at 152 pounds, so 145 is the final match. 
Jordan Bover gives up the escape here to start the uh, or in the third period to make it 7-1 against Dylan Gray so that he could try to get a takedown and get the eight points, uh, and he's not going to be able to do it. But Jordan Bober will win for Carney. 7-1 of the Bearcats are now up 33-15, virtually assuring themselves of advancing on. Yeah, again, just that's a pretty good indication of how quickly things can uh, swing. Norfolk had all the momentum for, through the first four or five weight classes, but now Carney High is cruising here. There are four weight classes to go in that duel, so it's doable for Norfolk, but not only do they have to win, they have to win with bonus points. They're going to have to get a couple of pins, Norfolk would, to come back in this duel. For Grand Island, Alicio Ramirez, the 20-16 and 16 sophomore, is out on the mat for Ramirez. He did qualify for state but went 0-2 last week against Camden Russell, outstanding freshman from Millard West. Yeah, and that was really close there for Carney. Uh, uh, they don't, I don't know who. Gabe, Gabe Crocker. Yeah, Gabe Crocker, excuse me, gets the takedown but had the cradle and just briefly was able to just about run him right over. Uh, it's going to be two to nothing, but that very closely. Of course, Gabe Crocker, the very famous nephew of Bob Crocker. Yes. So we want to make sure and get that taken care of here today. Gabe's, Gabe's got a lot of technique. There's a lot of wrestlers in that Crocker fan. A lot of brothers, actually. Yes. Tim, Tim Crocker was a state champ for Carney High, assistant coach as well. Uh, he's a dangerous pinner on top also. Gabe up two to nothing, continuing to work to get the turn here with 40 seconds gone and a roll through. Careful that he doesn't end up on his own back. They'll completely roll through, and now he's going to get the count. Nice there. job by Crocker stepping over with that half Nelson. Clausen yeah. was not afraid to roll with him, but it, not a good decision. No, I think if Crocker can bring his hips back here, he'll end this. Yeah, plenty of time, minute left. But I, he's got it. Yeah, like you said, he's got to circle back to his left, get his hips back over. But not do so in a way that gives Clausen uh, a, a way out of this thing. So over on the other class A, Matt, Camden Russell up 2-0 for Millard West over Alicio Ramirez from Grand Island. Ramirez. Started in the top position in the second, and uh, Russell with a quick reversal there goes up 4-0. And just like that. Gabe Crocker going to pick up the pin there, Frank. He worked him and worked him and did it in just a minute and 29 seconds. So Gabe Crocker gets the pin, and that will solidify the Carney victory in the duel. They're now up 39-15 to with only three matches to go. So Carney has advanced on to the semifinals. Yeah, and Burwell just picked up a pin, so that will end that duel, Doug. So Burwell will move on to wrestle Amherst. I don't even know that there will be a 145-pound match, is my guess. Burwell, I'm sure, won't send anybody out. No reason to. Back over to Alicio Ramirez, a escape and takedown. And now it's 4-1 to one in favor of Russell of Millard West. And Alicio Ramirez, as you said, not a state qualifier, tough kid to wrestle, uh, short, squatty, kind of a small target. Was was a state qualifier. Or was, excuse me, went 0-2, not a state placer, um, but tough to wrestle, you know, very tough kid. Let's take a look at the other team scores because in the Elkhorn Valley match, you got a battle down here. Creighton now leads it 34-30 to and two matches to go there. With Derek Wortman of Creighton and Josh McFarland of Elkhorn Valley. A great battle there. And 
34-30 the score down there in favor of Creighton. And you're right, uh, Burwell will go ahead and forfeit at 145. And so Burwell will defeat Sutherland by a score of 36-33. And Burwell and Amherst will battle again. Yeah, and there's a big win for Elkhorn Valley, Doug. You know, those were two of the chasers last week. It was Burwell, Creighton, and Elkhorn Valley that had a shot at Amherst. So those are two big timers going at it. Nick James having his way for Carney High in the 132-pound match with Blake McDonald of Norfolk. The freshman is already up 6-2 to two and adding more here, and we're 90 seconds into the match. Yeah, Nick James has impressed me for a freshman. And he's another guy that doesn't wrestle like a freshman. 40-3, and three, um, you know, has uh, the potential to have a great, great high school career. Uh, already one of their studs. Doing a lot of veteran things out here. Great on his feet. Great from the top position. Leads nine to two now in this first period. So, uh, you know, guys like him. You talk about things. What's going to get Carney high the next level? It's guys like Philip Mumy and Nick James leading the charge. Well, and I think that's the thing with that coaching staff that we've talked about. You want to start seeing some of those guys from the beginning because he was probably coached in the Matt Cats bit by Hagen. He's going to be one of these few guys that's going to be able to go start to finish right with Brian and, and, and that crew so these young guys as these guys get to make it their whole DNA from start to finish it'll be nine to two and they, they start on their feet in the second period and James takes him down in three seconds 11 to two then he cuts him so it's 11 to three over here for Grand Island they go to the third period Alicio Ramirez has fought off his back a couple of times Camden Russell of Millard West leads Ramirez by a score of 9-2. to two. Now, again, the final matches make it 11-2. There's a takedown. The final matches will be at 145. Grand Island currently leads Millard West 21-9, but Ramirez is on his back and is in some trouble. Carney has secured the win over Norfolk. Millard South has secured the win over Bellevue East. They lead it 39-12. And we'll add six more right there, it looks like. Frank, that heel pick was nasty. That, that was nasty, but... I don't think it was as nasty as the previous two blast doubles that he yeah. just hit while while Doug was doing the review there. And now he's going to bent leg turn. Yeah. Nick. Talking about Nick James of Kearney, 15 to 4 ahead now of Blake McDonald. That old bent leg turn, you know, that's old Dave Schultz move. That's a tough one. So now he's coming back under with that ball and chain, hooking that arm bar and then pulling it right back into his lap for a quick uh, quick tilt. That's again, that that's that's pretty advanced technique that uh, Nick James is showing here. And a big uh, pin down there for Millard West, guys. Camden Russell finally got it done, pinning Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island at the 5-18 mark. So that closes the gap, 21-15, Grand Island. Yeah, with a lot of matches to go, Doug. And down here, the final match between Elkhorn Valley and Creighton. And Elkhorn Valley leads Creighton 36-34, but Creighton has a huge advantage here. Brady Wartman, 25-18 junior against 7-19 sophomore Tyler Routenberg of Elkhorn Valley. So you can't just run around and try and not avoid getting beat because if you get beat, you lose, and uh, it looks good for Creighton. That was just impressive there for uh, Nick James, guys. 20 seconds left in the second period. It's going to end 20-4, to four, and that was a vicious 20-4. to four. Some of them you know, aren't as bad as others. That was bad. Yeah, that was, um, that was a, a bit of a beating. Uh, sometimes that, that's hard to watch, especially if you're on the opposite end of it, but um, as a as a as an old wrestler or an old college wrestler, those are, those are fun to watch. No doubt about it. Good to see a young guy have that inning, have the ability to go out and break somebody's will and continue and finish. 
Well, Carney evidently didn't get started at the right weight here today, guys, because they are rolling right now after being down early 12 to 6, 12 to 3. They're up 44 to 15 with two matches to go. And Ashton Aarons, another Carney qualifier on the mat against Nate Cottle of Norfolk. That could be a good one. Yeah, Doug, and I think this is going back to what Frank said when they made the turn, when Carney made the turn. He said, you know, this is the spot where they'll start to hum, and he was exactly right. They got into the teeth of that lineup, and holy moly, it's sharp. Well, let's take a break. Emerson Urbina of Grand Island is going to be the underdog on the mat here against Jack Huffman of Millard West, the 113-pounder. Huffman, the defending state champion, uh, is going to try and get a pin here on the edge of the mat, and it looks like maybe he will. He's got him sucked up pretty good, then loses it. But we need to take a break. Back with more after this. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. The leader in online banking with online bill paying and 24-hour banking at your fingertips. Minden's First Bank and Trust, what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC, good luck wrestlers. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Don't leave anything in your life to chance. That's what Kroll Agency, your full insurance provider, is here for. A very proud supporter of the area wrestlers and coaches. Kroll Agency, visit us in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. The Shelton Locker and Shelton is a very proud sponsor of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck on the mats. Looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people? Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, go Bulldogs. With Larry Baker and Frank Kuchera and our producer-engineer, Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda back here at UNK and the State High School Wrestling Duels, where we have a couple of duels coming down to the wire in Elkhorn Valley and Creighton and D. The Grand Island and Millard West one is getting very interesting. Columbus leads Omaha Burke 34-18 in their duel with three matches to go. Ashton Arentz now of Kearney uh, is going to end the first period with a 2-1 lead over Nate Cottle of Norfolk. Emerson Nabina fought off his back. Huffman of Millard West took him down, got a two-near fall, and he leads Urbina by a score of 4-2 to two, with a minute 20 to go in the second period as they will restart neutral in the middle. Yeah, Ashton Aaron's a senior, one of the many seniors for Kearney High this year, a great leader for the team, probably in one of the tougher weight brackets in Class A this year. If you Happened to watch the state tournament. All the premier matchup was at 138 there between two of the two of the best guys. And uh, Ashton did a great job battling, coming back through and getting third. So well, yeah. I mean, not only that, he's in one of the toughest weights in the in the state tournament, as you said. And I think you know, I get it. Winning at the state championship is probably the hardest deal. But I've always said third's the hardest medal to win because you're good. You're a top flight guy, and somewhere in there, your heart got broke. If, you, if you're good enough to get third, you went to the state tournament with something else on your mind. Right. Another one of those good life lessons, you know, is see what kind of a man you're made of, see what you can do on, on the backsides as uh, Ashton hits a real nice slide by there. Cathal uh, just catches himself on his stomach, and Aarons goes up 5-1 here, and he's looking to looking for more. Goes to cut him here. I really like what I see out of Carney right now. I see it uh, being willing to uh, extend and, and, and push here. Yep. Well, and I think those first three or four, you know, if you're if you're Coach Swarm, you probably use that as a wake up call and say, "All right, guys, are you ready to go now? Because we're, we need to be here to wrestle. It's going to only get tougher from here." The interesting thing is, as the 
as the rounds go on, it, you know, when you talk about where you start, as the rounds go on today, that, those guys that had that kind of slow start, they're going to be your closers in the semis in the finals today because we keep going up a weight. So where they started, they're going to be your closers in the important ones. So we got to regroup this bit a little bit. So Aaron's gets another takedown escape. He leads it 7-3 to three with 30 seconds to go in the second period. Urbina's battling over here for Grand Island. He was actually in on a single on Jack Huffman, but he ended up running him off the edge of the mat. And so he trails by a score of 6-2 to two as they start the third period. And down here in Class D, the underdog from Elkhorn Valley, Tyler Rautenberg, had to give up an escape to start the third period. It's 3-2, to two, but now close to a takedown on the edge of the mat. I think they're going to have a restart. But this is 3-2 to two for the dual victory. Creighton with the lead with a minute 30 to go. They're the favored by record here with Wortman. But it was 2-2 to start the third. Wortman on bottom, got the quick escape. Yeah. And Elkhorn Valley just about got the takedown, then yeah. about gave up the takedown. Yeah, Creighton there was pretty upset. They thought they had it. Stutzman and Mattine are working the match, and I thought they had the call right. So they're neutral, and we'll see if the Elkhorn Valley wrestler in Tyler Routenberg can find a way to get a takedown or force a stall, whatever he needs. He's going to need a point, and probably at some point he's going to need that takedown. Yeah, Elkhorn Valley's good. If they had one or two more kids, that would have been your state champ this year. They're Trying very to get a headlock. Ooh, got a little flurry. And it's going to be a takedown, Creighton. Elkhorn Valley had to work, 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 and sometimes when you overwork, you get caught, and that's exactly what happened there. Now Creighton up 5-2, 50 seconds to go in the match. Yeah, Routenberg just hanging out in that front head and arm position. Got a, got a score immediately from there, got comfortable. Now he's on his back. He's going to worry about getting backup point, back points to Workman from Creighton. Well, it isn't going to matter now. Creighton's going to win this one. Got the two near fall, 30 seconds to go, 7-2. to two. And then for Grand Island again, guys, uh, Emerson Urbina fights, 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 but ends up getting pinned in the third period. So that happened back-to-back -back here for Grand Island, and they are now tied with Millard West, 21-all, coming to the 120-pounder with Coton Sliva. Yeah, and I'm telling you now, Grand Island does get to close with, like, Logland uh, and Cohen. Cohen yeah. You know, I mean, you get some hammers to finish here for Grand Island, but Grand Island's in trouble or at least in danger, I should say. Creighton is going to hang on, get the 7-3 decision here, and that's going to allow Creighton to advance on in the Class D bracket by a score of 39-34 to 34 over Elkhorn Valley. So Creighton will duel Sutton, and Elkhorn Valley will duel Franklin. Elkhorn Valley-Franklin, these consolation matches coming up right after this quarterfinal round is done, and the semifinals will be Coming your way at three on Classic Hits 98-9. Ashton Aarons for Kearney High still out to a 9-4 lead now. We're just under 30 seconds left in that match. Nice double leg by Ashton right there. Great finish. Lifts him off the mat. Controls it on the way down. So he's going to go up 11-4 now. Normally you would think about cutting him, but since the duel is over, it really doesn't matter if you win or get the major. Boy, he has just been dynamite on his feet. And for Grand Island, Silva is just a sophomore at 16 and 20, and he will be the definite underdog here for Grand Island, even though he did win a match down at the state tournament against Cole Zebley, a 39 and 13 sophomore for Millard West. 
Still scoreless, 22 seconds to go in the first period. You know, and at 126 pounds, it'll be interesting to see what they do here, Frank. At 126, Grand Island will have their third-place finisher in Skylar Schmidt, but Millard West has Touring, who is a state runner-up last week. So number two and number three at 126 pounds. Do they move the lineup around? How do they do that? This duel has just gotten very interesting. And they were on the other side of the semifinal bracket, so they did not wrestle last week at state. And it's all over. Ashton Aarons is going to pick up the uh, win here, 11-4 to for Carney High. As they go to the final match in that duel at 145, Carney's up 47-15. to And what is that, about seven in a row that the Bearcats have won? Yeah, they've just rolled here. Cole Zebley now has the takedown for Millard West to take a 2-0 lead. And as we come into the second period, it will be a sliver of Grand Island choosing bottom. Tied 21-all in that duel. Omaha Burke uh, trailing Columbus 34-18 with three matches to go. And Millard South has put away Bellevue East 45-16 with two matches to go. Yeah, Isaac Deloa, four-time state champion, got a cool 6-0 lead out there. A couple of couple of state champs um, at the beginning and the end of their careers. James Burke just finishing up after winning his state title as a freshman, so a potential four-timer for Omaha Burke and James Burke, and then Isaac Deloa, already a four-timer for Millard South cruising as Millard South is cruising in their duel, and same for Columbus is up 34-18. Does anybody know what Deloa is going to do next year? He has committed to, to UNK to the best of my knowledge. Yeah. Great. Coach Bauer will make him a good one. Old double. Yeah, we'll see. Somebody told me possible Juco, so let's hope he's going to UNK. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Lope shows killing it this weekend. Yes, Lopers are at the uh, West Regional Tournament, which is their qualifier for their national tournament. And uh, top four qualify similar to the, to the Nebraska State High School. And uh, Lopers, it's a two-day tournament, put nine in the semis last Ooh. night, put seven through to the finals today. So they're guaranteed seven. I didn't see the other two wrestlebacks. Unfortunately, one, one of their, heavy, their heavyweight was out. But, um, yeah, dominant performance by them. Yeah, there's only 10. It's not 14. There's only 10 in college, so that's pretty impressive. Great point, great point. Pretty impressive. They just do a wonderful job here. Uh, they've been spitting them out, and it's been so good for us in the state of Nebraska because what Coach Bauer has been able to do here has not only been so wonderful to watch and be a part of as a fan, but it's allowed Nebraska high school wrestling to really start to soar as you look at the chairs that are so full, Frank. So many of you guys that have had such a large part to do with our youth wrestling and our high school wrestling in the state of Nebraska are all guys that wrestled for yep. the Lope Show. So that's something that I really like. He, his, his program has really... Uh, done a nice job. Going to give you an update from the uh, regional tournament, too. I've got that in front of me. But right now, Parker James, who was down early, has taken Zach Hintz to his back. He's not able to pin him on the edge of the mat. But it's a five-point move to make it 7-2 to two James over Hintz of Norfolk. And over in the Grand Island match, it is still 2-1. to one, And that's how it will remain going to the third period. Zebley of Millard West leading Colton Sliva of Grand Island. Here's your update, boys. In the semifinals, Connor Bowling wins 5-3 to three at 125. At 133, Daniel DeShazer wins by pin at the 657 mark. 
At 141, Keith Serber of the Lopers wins by pin in 40 seconds. At 149, Destin McCauley, UNK, wins by injury default. And as we say that, Parker James of Kearney High wins by pin here in 335. So let's go back to where we were. I said McCauley was a winner at 157. Chase White was defeated by a decision 4-1. to one. At 165, Devin Aguirre wins 8-6. to six. At 174, Calvin Oaks wins 8-6 to six to get into the finals. At 184, Zach Stodden was defeated 8 to nothing. And then at 197, Romero Cotton wins 13-5. to five. Luke Peterson won his consolation second-round match, but then lost by pin at the 632 mark in his consolation third-round match. So there you go, boys. College is no different from high school in the point in the fact that you know you got to be peaking at the right time. The Lopers have been on an absolute tear the last uh, probably three weeks, and um, you know their their region matched up nice for them, gave them an opportunity to get you know eight, nine, ten guys in, which is what it takes. Uh, you know if you want to want to win a national t- team title, especially this year, there's four or five teams at the very top, and it's it's real close between all of them. So they'll be exciting to watch. Carney is the first Class A duel to finish things up here as they are able to defeat Norfolk by a score of 53-15. to 15. And the Carney High Bearcats will take on the Grand Island Millard West winner at three. Norfolk will take on the loser of that duel coming up when we are done here on KXPN. Carney, KICS Hastings, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our state dual wrestling coverage brought to you in part by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. And this Grand Island thing is very, very interesting. Colton Sliva, at some point, is probably going to have to cut Zebley. He's down 2-1, to one and he's ridden him for a minute 20, but there's nothing going on there, well, guys. No, and the thing is, uh, he's gonna, Zebley's going to lay there. The only thing I will say is uh, Dr. Abbey is officiating the match. He's, I think, one of the best officials in the state of Nebraska. I don't think he'll let him lay there forever. Yeah, it's got to be in the back of his mind. But we're down to 15, and there you called it. There's that stall warning on bottom. But uh, that's his first one. Probably not a lot of, enough time left to, to make a difference. You know, if you're Grand Island, you you got to contemplate cutting them here but or coming out front. I know Joey Morrison's hit a twister or two in his day. Yeah, that's for sure. But he will run out of time, and Zebley of Millard West wins it over Sliva of Grand Island by a score of 2-1, to one, and then again, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, okay, this is the this was the best, worst thing that could happen. They well, only gave up three points. Yeah, well, I don't know. This is scary now because that's, here comes Skylar Schmidt. I mean, this thing just got very serious coming down into here. You now trail by three. There are still four matches to go in the Grand Island-Millard West duel, and it's 24-21 Millard West, and doesn't take long for uh, Skylar Schmidt to come rolling in there for Grand Island and get the takedown. Skyler, of course, finished third at the state meet last week, losing in the semifinals. Yeah, and Matthew Toring for Millard West lost uh, Saturday night. He was in the finals, Doug, so this is a matchup of 2-3 from a week ago. Well, they lost to the same guy. Yep. <laughs> and uh, the same guy, by the way, uh, last week at 126 pounds was John Feeney of Omaha Northwest, a senior. 
He won the final by a score of 6-1. to one. Yeah, He's a two-timer, John Feeney was. And we are done on mat number two with a final score of 56-16. to 16. Your final score in the uh, action over there, Omaha Burke trailing Columbus 34-22. to uh, 22. And so that means number one, Millard South, advances on 56-16, I believe. Is that what it says over there, boys? Yes, yes. Millard Schmidt, South. Schmidt has just been ruthless on top here for, for the Islanders, but not getting any back points yet, but but still, uh, that, that wears on a guy if you're just getting getting uh, rode out this entire remainder of this first period, so we're down to 20 seconds left. Schmidt leads 2-0 over Touring from Miller West. And this in your mind, you know, he's got to be saying, I just had the bad draw last week. I'd have gotten to the finals if I could have uh, got on the other side. He gets to prove that a little bit to himself here. And I guess technically, guys, I'm not sure what the how the criteria sets down there, but it's not technically over for Columbus. Josh Jansa has been trying to pin Jesse yeah. Apple, and he needs to. He's up. He's in that dangerous spot. It's 15-4. to four. You don't want to score if you're not going to pin him and win by tech ball because if you win by tech ball, the duel's over. But they're down 12 with two matches to go. If he can get if, uh, if they can get two pins, then uh, Omaha Burke would have it tied at 34, and I don't know well, then you go who to matches, the criteria. You'd go to matches one and so on, and I don't know those. But it was really, really close. He had him in a headlock. I mean, he's dominated. It's 15-4, to four, and we still have 40 seconds to go in the second period. Skyler Schmidt will have a 2-0 lead over Touring as they go to the second period. And uh, Schmidt is going to take bottom here for the Islanders. Grand Island trailing in their duel 24-21. I will say if I'm Burke, I don't know how uh, much I'd tell my guy to go in on a shot with Mr. Twister sitting in the, in the corner there. He's probably, his guys maybe learned how to do it once or twice. That was the fun part about being teammates with Adam Keysweater. You were never out of a match with yeah, him. That's right. He's a four-time All-American. So some interesting wrestling going on right here in the final two duels. Again, we will recap it all here on our New West postgame show. Then we'll take a break. Uh, they will go into the consolation round here uh, shortly after this is over. It'll be started around... 12.15 to 12.30, depending on how quick this Grand Island Millard West, that's going to be the final duel because they're only at 126. Burke over here is at 138, and if Burke doesn't get the pin, it's over. So we may not even have a 45-pound match. They'll go to the third period. Jansa of Burke leads Apple of Columbus 17-5, to but he must pin him to stay in the works here, and he gets the takedown, so it's a 14-point lead. Oh, Jansa, that's getting close. Edge of the mat. Good match over here on Grand Island and Millard West. Still as tough as Schmidt was on top. Torian has been just as tough on top here in the second period. But as I say that, Schmidt is now in position to get at least one, probably two here if he can break the lock. He's out in a sprawl position. Torian's in that on his belly, head down on the mat. So we'll see if Schmidt can get something or Torian can hang on. He needs to drive that other... Well, he, oh, well, he lifted him. They give a reversal, yeah. and they gave him a count, but I don't think enough to get the no. two. No, he yep. used his feet there. He, he hooked uh, the legs there with his feet and was able to tilt. 
Yeah, Torian's flex, or pardon me, Schmidt was flexible enough to get the corner, get the reversal, and work for that tilt. But Torian uh, knew as soon as he was in danger, he went ahead and let go of that and bellied out. So 4-0, Skylar Schmidt takes the lead into the third period for the Islanders. Big matchup here. Two yeah. and three in the state last week, and Schmidt has really been in control, guys. Yeah, that, well, and it shows you how important that first takedown is. Skylar Schmidt came out on fire, got the first takedown, and here we are in the third period, and it's mattered. It's four to nothing, and he's on top. I'm wondering down here, there's some blood time in this Columbus match. Now they're doing some work. Math, I think. I think they're though. doing some math to see if, even if it ties, if they can win. Because I think you're in a position here where the Columbus wrestler gets choice. He could take top, cut him, and it's over. He gets beat 20 to 5, and it's over, and they win the duel. I think that's what they're checking to see. If this gets tied, who would win? I can't imagine, Doug, they would ever stop the match for that. They would never stop the match for that. Do you think? I, I can't see that either. Um, it's hard to tell what's going on. I think they were checking the math as 19 to 5 right. Okay. Well, let's hope that's what it was. And here's exactly what it is. The Columbus kid takes down. Well, we have to be the other way around, yeah, but yeah, the Columbus yeah. kid could have took up and ended it and won the duel. I don't understand the thinking. I know that's not the sportsmanship way to do it, but that's the way to win. You would lose 20 to 5, and now they go back. Uh, they're having clock issues now. They didn't get the clock reset. Back over here for uh, Schmidt. Let's focus on that. He has uh, still maintained a 4 nothing lead, riding top for the first minute, and he sweeps the leg and breaks him back down to the mat, so he's got a minute to ride him out with a 4-0 lead to tie this duel again for the Islanders. Schmidt started this period on top, showing that tough top game. And uh, like Larry pointed out, you know, this is this is bragging rights saying, you know what, maybe I should have been a runner-up last week. Yeah, and I think the thing is this really says a lot for Skylar Schmidt. His team down by three really needed him. He's clearly the leader here, and he went out and did it, and I thought just really looked dominant doing it. So we're back in action over here between Burke and Columbus. Columbus is going down here, minute 40 left. Schmidt turned him again, trying to get a pin with 15 seconds to go here. And I think he got the count, a two near fall. There it is. He won't get the pin, but Skylar Schmidt is going to win it for Grand Island by a score of six to nothing. That is a dominant six to nothing for Skylar Schmidt. And that will tie the duel at 24 all with three matches left to go. And Burke's trying to get the pin. If he doesn't get it here, then it's over and he doesn't get it. Yeah, but he's still got that arm across. Oh, he lost the arm. The Thanks. arm the arm was across, so there wouldn't be anything <laughs> awarded. First time you get beat and applaud. And that's exactly what happened there to Columbus as they will advance on to the state semifinals. We'll take a break. Be back with more of the state duels here on ESPN Radio, KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is Ron Wall with Cargill Ag Horizons Marketing Services. I bring Cargill's global knowledge to your home or office by delivering unique insights that can benefit your operation. To learn more about how our disciplined approach to risk management can benefit your operation, call me, Cargill, helping farmers prosper. 
Did you know that people with a savings plan are two times more likely to save for retirement? Make a plan to have a financially secure future. Nebraska Land National Bank offers individual retirement accounts with a variety of tax advantages so you can find one that fits your plan. We want to help you succeed. Stop into one of our branches today. Minimum to open an IRA variable savings account is $20 with no minimum balance requirements. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Welcome back to high school wrestling. Crony Johnny McCann out there. He was one of the reasons our coverage is so outstanding years ago when we got it started here. At the old Power 99, now classic hits. And, of course, ESPN Radio has come along since then, locally, not nationally, but I guess even nationally a little bit since the start of this. 18 years of high school wrestling coverage that we bring you. And down there on the Omaha Burke mat, uh, it was not very long. Burke does pick up a pin here, but they're going to fall short in this one, guys. Uh, just short in this one, 34-33 to 33 Columbus beats Omaha Burke and I'm sure there was somewhere in that duel where there was a one point match one point away from a major or a tech fall that would have made the difference. Do you think this is like the NFL or the college when they know when to go for two or not? Does, does that playbook exist do you think for <laughs> high school wrestling coaches? I'm sure you guys know everything that have been on the mat numerous times. So Columbus will advance to face Millard South of the semifinals and Omaha Burke will take on Bellevue East Right now, it is Zach Kuda of Grand Island, the 24 and 17 sophomore, against Jacob Lichter of Millard West, the 30 and 18 senior. Again, this duel is tied at 24. This is one of the top three or four tight duels we've had here. In fact, you know, even the Burke Columbus won that tight. It just ended up that way because Burke won the last two, and uh, the the Creighton win down here over Elkhorn Valley came down to the last match. This is going to probably come down to the last match as well. We finish at 45, so that means this 32-pounder and two more to go. Lichter a takedown. Kuda gets an escape. We go to the second period. Kuda will take bottom. Well, and you've got to look at this, I think, Doug, as you see it. At 38, Grand Island's got Logland. And Lichter from Millard West has a near-side cradle locked up. He's going to have to reposition. He's going to get some backs here. No, he gets a little bit too high. Oh, my God. And gets bonus points will probably make the difference here, fellas. Gets one stroke, and now he gets hip to his back. No back points. Off the edge of the mat. Kuda turned in a hurry. Both guys that just about ended up on their back. But this is, you're going to have to see this out of Lichter here from Millard West because Grand Island is going to hit Logland, who was second last week, and Cohen, who was second last week, or sixth Logland was, excuse me. And Logland is a perfect dual wrestler because he's a bonus point machine in that he's funky he's really hard to wrestle he's a legger and bent so i mean he's a perfect wrestler for this type of environment millard west has got to get something done here grand allen definitely favored in the last two matches and longland last week of course had to wrestle deloa in the first round then he got three straight wins and ended up finishing in sixth they're off the mat again so we need to take another break to hear from some of our fine sponsors hitting the home stretch here the final duel of the quarterfinals is still up in the air between Grand Island and Millard West. We'll be back right after this timeout. 
Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, Seedsmanship at Work. RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. In the market for some Galvay? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galvay. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Go see Carl and the gang at Stadler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Best of luck, wrestlers. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. Tubbs Pub in Sumner offers daily lunch and dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. For great home cooking without the dishes, get to Tubbs Pub today, a proud supporter of all area wrestlers. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker and Frank Cuchera back here for the home stretch of the Class A and D quarterfinals. Again, uh, that'll be it for our live coverage here on ESPN. We will have updates throughout the rest of the afternoon, leading us up to Kearney High Basketball when they host Omaha Northwest at 5 this afternoon at uh, Kearney High School. And unless there is a monster upset down in Omaha, that'll be the final Kearney High Basketball game at the current location. And uh, that'll be coming up at 5. We will have the semifinals at 3 and the championships at 7 on Classic Hits 98. Point nine, And right now, Grand Island, Zach Kuda has made a run here of Frank to get back in the lead over Lichter of Millard West. Kuda wins this. It might be all the Islanders need. And he's trying to get back points with a minute 10 to go. Yeah, these guys are in a battle down here. Kuda, you know, opened it up a little bit, got a couple of back points in that last period. They just had about a minute-long scramble here where, where Lichter was in on a single leg, but uh, Kuda showed nice patience, had hand control, and good hips the whole time. And finally, just it was a battle of attrition there. Wore him out, bellied him out, and uh, got around for the two. So he goes up 8-5. Now we got a locked hands call here. Yeah, and I would say I don't. either one of these teams could still end up with six points out of this weight class. Uh, I mean, it's really been wild. And, of course, the locked hands on Kuda, so that makes it 8-6 to six Kuda now. And a reversal for Lichter would tie it with 49 seconds remaining here in the third period which is plenty time to get out uh, and get a takedown which would win the match Kuda's just going to stay behind the arms here Lichter's trying to create a scramble with a with a Granby roll there they go out of bounds 36 seconds left yeah it's just been one scramble after another coach Morrison's urging him on 
Again, this is where you almost you have to stay loose on top because you can't get too tight. If you get too tight, you get rolled and you get reversed right at the buzzer. And we've seen Kuda go consistently right to that far knee, far ankle. Last two times, stay down there. Stay. That's smart, smart wrestling. Um, doing, do, doing his due diligence, moving up. Can't, can't ride the ankle, can't stick on the leg, get that stall warning. Now he's got that bottom leg, Turk. And uh, he's probably just going to cruise it out here. He's got 15 seconds left. You think this duel would have been this close, Larry? Uh, I mean, I knew it had a chance to be close just because of how they matched up. Maybe the draw gave Millard West the advantage in this one? Yeah, I think so. It gave Millard West a chance to get their guys out there with two big guys still yeah. coming here for the Islanders, and time will expire, and that's a little bit of a, a big win. Zach Kuda, I don't want to call it a mini upset because they're very similar in uh, in records, but the sophomore beats the senior 8-6, to six, and that makes it 27-24, to 24, and it means now that uh, Millard West has to win one of these final two duels. Yeah, and Longland, here he comes. He's so hard to wrestle because he's very unorthodox. When he gets on top of you, uh, uh, he's a big legger, and he's just he's very hard to wrestle. And in this this type of a match, it's tough. He just gets taken down, though, does Longland. Ben Holman, 32-21 and 21 junior, takedown, and then just cuts Holman kind of very matter-of-factly. Long one's a, he's not a guy to well, mess what do, with. What are you thinking here, Larry? I think if you're out there, and, and, and Frank as well, if, if you're Millard West coach, you told Ben Holman, I don't care if you get beat, I need you to stick him because we know what's going to happen at 145 with Blake Cohen. He's going to be the monster favorite. Well, I think the thing here is, is, is it's a matter of I like to wrestle with him on your feet. If you roll around with Long one, you're going to end up on your back wrestle with him on your feet and you got a chance now Longland just got the takedown did you see that cross face holy cow so he leads now three to two and that's why i say watch him on top he's really dynamic on top 27 24 grand island leads the duel with this and one more weight class to go grand island wins they will duel carney and millard west would get norfolk in the consolation not having watched either one of these guys a lot this year just looking at their records, knowing their stories, that Longland is a state placer, tells me he's very dangerous, but he's got a lot of losses. A lot of losses, As a yeah. senior, he's got 20-some losses, which tells me that he has a tendency to leave guys in the match. So, yeah, I wouldn't count anybody out of this one. It's only 3-2 right. in the first period. Already in A, Millard South beat Bellevue East 56-16, to and Columbus had the lead pretty much the whole way, and Burke got the last two wins, a uh, total of 11 points, 34-33. Yeah, and Longland is an interesting story. He's a two-time state placer out of South Dakota, transferred in this year uh, when they moved. A uh, lot of losses. Like, and part of it is because he'll roll around so much, you know. And, mm -hmm. you know, those guys are tough to wrestle, but, gosh, you try to tell guys, you just need to hold good position. Uh, we'll see him here from the top position, riding legs. Pretty solid job there. Keeping a nice job, keeping his hips up. He's got, a, got that power half on the far side, but time's going to run out here in the second, so... Pardon me, the first period, so Longland's going to take a 3-2 lead into the second. If you joined us a little late in Class D, the semifinals are set. Amherst beat High Plains 57-16. They'll face Burwell, a 36-33 winner over Sutherland. And then in the bottom half of the bracket, Creighton knocked off Elkhorn Valley 39-34. They'll face Sutton, a 51-29 winner over Franklin. 
And earlier today, the B and C quarterfinals were in the first session. Bennington beat Scottsbluff 54-10. They'll face Plattsmouth, a 54-15 winner over Adams Central. Columbus Scotus beat Blair 52-23, and they'll get Omaha Scott, the 39-24 winner over Gretna. And then in Class C, top seed David City, Malls, Wilbur Claytonia, 66-10. They'll face Battle Creek, a 51-27 winner over Central City. Valentine took care of Broken Bow, 51-22. They'll face North Bend, a 45-30 winner over Aquinas. Longland takes bottom, chooses bottom here in the second period, and nothing has changed. He continues to lead 3-2 over Holman of Millard West with a minute 20 to go in the second. Holman was doing a nice job, but then got off to the side in a cradle position, tried to put himself in danger, and, and did end up just giving the one but back in on a double-leg attempt, but uh, just didn't have deep enough penetration. Longland doing a nice job from the front head and arm position, cutting the corner, burying the head. Gets a quick two here, goes up 6-2. And this is where you get a little nervous if you're uh, Coach Morrison. Here's your guy 6-2, and you see him stick that leg in. His hip sags right away, and you start going, let's not make this 21. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he likes that, uh, that cross-body ride, the old-school cross-body ride. Oh, nice, nice leg Turk there as he uh, set that up, going for that guillotine, uh, trying to grab that forearm, and then he Turks straight across. Got one, a one count, but not two. Still got the right leg in and a nasty cross face from the top position there, is. working that Turk. If he keeps, if he keeps moving his hips, putting his hips down towards the mat, he's going to get him counted here. He's got 12 seconds though. This has been a long, long duel over here, and I checked back the results. We did have three pins in this duel, guys, but uh, they were all uh, third-period pins. Yeah, these guys have really battled it out. See Holman really working that far side, a cross-body ride with that far arm, uh, trying to work that guillotine, but uh, nothing going there. And they're going to be neutral here to start the third. Again, Millard West going to need a win here. Again, you have to, can't just say that Blake Cohen's going to go out and win, but that's all it would take then for him. And Millard West down 6-2 to two yeah. going into the third. This is the big match here, so there's not all that pressure on the one at the end if you're Grand Island. I'd say this is where they want to be. Longlands have kind of been in, cruising on his feet as well. A couple takedowns early on. Holman was, was in a second ago, but not, not really put him in danger. Now Longman's not, not in good position here. He's got his head down on the mat. Holman's got his head buried, turning the corner, and does pump his head out and gets two takedowns. So tighten things up here with a minute 15 left here in this third period. Yeah, yeah kind of a goofy position here. Long one was maybe going to get two there. It looks like he, he still might. He's scrambled out. Now they're back to their feet. I and mean, the score is six to four, Long one. One yep. minute left. Holman was still in control until just now. They called a reversal for Longland, but he basically let him go right as they called the reversal. So then an escape for Holman. So well, official maybe should have let that wrestle itself out a little bit. Yep. Looked like it would have would have net result been been a one point yeah. escape basically. And now they're going to go to the score clock. Maybe they will wipe that off and take it back to 6-4. 50 seconds to go. Chris Doty, Tim Reese, 
Joey Rodriguez, Brett Garcia, Gage Grinnell, Skylar Schmidt, Zach Kuda. They are the winners so far for Grand Island in uh, their duel. And for uh, Carney High in their win over Norfolk, it was uh, Trey Gruby, Leo Paloma, Andy Mason, and then they ran them off after that. They won the last eight matches. Lee Harrington, Aguirre, Moomy, Bober, Crocker, James, both of them, Nick and Parker, and Ashton Aarons. Back on their feet here. Holman's trying a short, short fireman's carry. Just didn't drive through with his feet. Longland. Somehow the front head and arm ended up with a takedown out of that. But you see, he went across his own back. and they're Yeah. Put himself, not afraid to put himself in danger. Yes, for sure. 10-5, Longland with the lead. Time winding down here. And they'll stalemate it out with 11 seconds to go. So what it means, guys, is uh, Blake Cohen's got to get pinned just for it to be tied. Not has to win by pin. He has to be pinned. So I think Grand Island's going to set in pretty good shape here. And the best part for us, Carney Grand Island. Yeah, that's the one you want. There's a few of them today, Larry. Let's face it. We talk, You talked about it early this morning. You know, Plattsmouth, Scott, that's what fans want to see. That's what's going to help this is get, however it works out, give the fans what they want to see. And there's the final of the win for Grand Island and Tyler Longland. He'll pick up the win 10 to 5, and that makes it Grand Island 30 to 24. Well, yeah, Duggan in Class D in the semis tonight, we're going to get state champion, state runner-up. Amherst Burwell. Yeah. I mean, the the matchups have worked, and the last couple years they haven't. You know, we had uh, Omaha Burke leave some guys at home a couple years ago. Last year, Omaha North just really no-showed, just completely left everybody at home. Um, so there's some of that that didn't. It seems like things have worked out from a matchup perspective this year. And, of course, David City, Valentine, as Frank talked about, yeah. Valentine wanted to make amends from last week, and they beat a good Broken Bow team, and there weren't a whole lot of close duels. And Blake Cohen is taking on a sub-500 sophomore in Jack Gaines from Miller West. He's trying to end it in a hurry. He is going to end it in a hurry. Cohen goes fireman's carry straight to the back. That's tight half Nelson right there. There's the pin. It took him 40 seconds, and it's all over. Grand Island will advance on with a score of 36-24 over Millard West, and that means Carney and Grand Island will face off this afternoon on Classic Hits 98-9 at 3 o'clock. We'll take a break. Be back with the New West Post Game Show to wrap up the quarterfinals of the state duels right after this. Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation says good luck wrestlers. Hand Machining in Pleasanton is proud to sponsor the area wrestlers. Trust Hand Machining for whatever machining you need. Large jobs or small, Hand is your general machine shop in Pleasanton. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. Shop your hometown-affiliated food store, the Kennesaw Market in Kennesaw, where they offer great service and competitive prices on all your groceries, including dairy products, the freshest produce, and meats. It's all here at Kennesaw Market in Kennesaw, proud to support our area wrestlers. They got a nice ball club. Yeah, right. Think about that information that you have, though, at oh, your disposal. That's 
That's crazy. What's that? But it's a matter. Welcome to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Glad to have you along with us here at the UNK Health and Sports Center. Thanks to Rich Broderson and all the folks here at UNK that do an outstanding job of putting this on. Kind of one of those events where UNK runs it maybe more than uh, some of the other folks because they've got half of them down at State Swim that's going on today as well and uh, getting ready for basketball. And some of them are at districts and they're all over the place. But uh, uh, we take a look at what has happened here, and uh, then we'll let Frank and Larry uh, off on a break. I'll stay here and give you some reports throughout the day. Then we're back at 3 o'clock on Classic Hits. Uh, we broke down B and C. Frank, uh, A and D, it was a little interesting there. And, again, some of it's just where you start on the coin flip uh, or, or pull out the weight. I think if we'd have started with Grand Island down here at uh, where we finished, this probably wouldn't have ended up quite as interesting. And then – same thing for Columbus Omaha Burke. Maybe if Burke would have had a chance to start with their studs, it would have put pressure on Columbus. So sometimes that's a little important. Yeah, that's what I like about shaking it up, starting you know at, at, a, at a random weight class like this, and uh, just giving different teams opportunity to, to do things that they wouldn't normally have. Um, it was. And then in Class D, um, got well in Sutton. We talked about that a little bit. Great Sutton's going to be pretty interesting too. to see what they got in the tank to take on Elkhorn Valley, who no doubt is the best of the rest right now. No question. Yep, Elkhorn Valley is coming off of their best tournament finish ever last weekend. Um, had some, some studs in the lineup. Amherst appears to be rolling, but but we saw Burwell come, not, not completely out of nowhere, but they, they came came back, stormed back, and got second. So, uh, yeah, some great matchups in Class D, too. Yeah, Burwell and Sunspots matched up with Amherst in the sense that They've got their studs where Amherst is. They both have answers. The heavier they can flat out Burwell. Yeah, after Jacob Klingelhofer, you got to think that Burwell is favored all the way six, six, up six. to the top. Yes. So we'll see how that plays out. Quickly, we'll run down there just uh, blowing the whistles to start the consolation matches. I'm going to read them off. Let me know if, I mean, because let's face it, now you're wrestling it out. Will any of them be of any significant? Does somebody have something to prove here today? In A, Bellevue East will take on Omaha Burke, and Millard West will take on Norfolk. In B, Adams Central will take on Scott's Bluff. 
and Blair will take on Gretna, obviously familiar with each other. In C, Central City, Wilbur Claytonia, and Broken Bow Aquinas. And in D, Sutherland against High Plains, and Elkhorn Valley against Franklin. Elkhorn Valley versus Franklin will be fun to watch. But outside of that... Well, all yeah, the Metro I, teams in I'd A. Like, I'd like to see how a team like Gretna responds, how they bounce back. I mean, they, they came in, they're probably not happy with where they were positioned in the bracket. And, um, you know, they lost, you know, according to their seeds. But, you know, they were hoping maybe to see Scott, you know, this afternoon or, or this evening. All right, we will take one final break, wrap things up from the Health and Sports Center after this timeout. Citizens Bank in Loop City is a proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Citizens Bank appreciates your business. Best of luck to all the area athletes competing today. From all of us at Citizens Bank in Loop City, member FDIC. For all your custom slaughter and meat processing, call Belchner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belchner Custom Meats is proud of our youth and all their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat. We're so proud of you. Well, that's going to wrap things up here from the Health and Sports Center. Again, we will keep you updated until 3 o'clock on how these consolation matches are going on. This will actually, again, should take about... 90 minutes to two hours, and then they have a built-in break for an hour to get ready for the semifinals at three. Then the third and fifth place matches will be at five, and the championships at seven. The semifinals and finals on Classic Hits, 98.9. Again, the final scores here today in Class A, number one, Millard South over Bellevue East, 56-16. Number four, Columbus over Burke, 34-33. Number three, Grand Island over Millard West, 36-24. And number two, Kearney over 53-15. Over Norfolk, so Norfolk and Millard West, Omaha, Burke, and Bellevue East are on the mat now in the consolation. Millard South will face Columbus, Grand Island, and Kearney in the semis. In B, number one, Bennington over Scotts Bluff, 54-10. Number four, Plattsmouth over number five, Adams Central, 54-15. Number six, Columbus Scotus over number three, Blair, 52-23. And number two, Scott over number seven, Gretna, 39-24, so Gretna and Belair are taking on each other. Adam Central and Scott's Bluff going on right now in the semis. Bennington will face Plattsmouth. Scott's uh, Scotus against Omaha Scott. In Class C in the quarterfinals, it was David City over Wilbur Claytonia, 66-10. That was the one over the eight. It was the five Battle Creek over the four Central City, 51-27. The three North Bend over the six from... Uh, Aquinas 45 to 30 and the two Valentine over the seven Broken Bow 51 22. So right now Broken Bow battling Aquinas in Central City taking on Millard West in the semifinals. David City will battle Battle Creek and North Bend against Valentine and in Class D number one Amherst over High Plains 57 16 number five Burwell over number four Sutherland 36 33 number six Creighton over number three Elkhorn Valley 39 34 and number two Sutton. Over number seven, Franklin, 51-29. Franklin currently dueling Elkhorn Valley. 
and Sutherland taking on High Plains in the semifinals, Amherst against Burwell and Creighton against Sutton. For our deemed colleagues, Larry Baker and Frank Cuchera, thanks, boys. We'll see you later. Doug Duda saying have a good one. We'll talk to you at 3 on Classic Hits 98.9.